Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. And this week, man, we're going old school, Shannon. This is like what we used to do back in the day, buddy. It is a can-crushing Tuesday as we get Ooh. ready for old turkey time, brother. Man, that brings back some memories. Back in the basement, setting up the table and the mics and going to town, bud. It's been a while since we've done a Tuesday throwdown. But it's, you know, it's nice to crank that up from time to time, man. So look, we have a lot of stuff to get to, so let's go ahead and get down to business, get everybody up in this piece, and uh, have a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, first and foremost, old Twitter Terminator, man. That's right down in the OBX, dude. What's up, brother? Yes, dude, I'm uh, relaxing and enjoying myself and uh, drinking as much as possible. Hydrating properly, of course. Absolutely. 100%. I'm taking Blue Tarski's... Uh, <laughs> advice and drink as much as possible hey well we know that your blood alcohol content is not 0.0 we know that oh no oh no yeah <laughs> well i gave you the wrong song then bro you might as well switch, okay. switch to some gin and juice man <laughs> <laughs> oh man by the way dude I, you know kudos to the colts man you know i think back to the beginning of the year and i was like man they might actually be pretty decent and then they had a real rough stretch you know, right? And they've really, they've really turned it on. And you know, I don't know how much of a playoff threat they are, but um, I like the direction that team's headed. And you have to, particularly you as a Colts fan, you have to be very satisfied at the way they're running that offense. Um, and you know, Lux, Lux, not just not sitting back there as a duck, man, getting pounded on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's nice. It, they win a fifth game in a row mm-hmm. now that he hasn't been sacked. So that offensive line is gelling. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that had been missing that we saw this past weekend was luck deep to Hilton Mm -hmm. for a touchdown. And that was was a thing of beauty. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that – I think that went – I mean, it was a 68-yard touchdown. but I think It was in the 60s, yeah. yeah, But I think the ball traveled like 40-ish yards in the air, and I I could swear they said that that was his longest throw in the air this year. Yes. Yeah, and that's – that's the one thing in this this four game winning streak that had been missing was him going deep to Hilton mm-hmm. and actually airing it out. And when he did that, I was like, "Oh!" I thought you were going to say okay. the one thing that's been missing is luck going out on pass patterns, dude. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, I want not I, a Philly special on that <laughs> one. <laughs> I want to thank Eric Ebron on that one who gave me the bagel in fantasy this week. But, uh, yeah, I was watching the highlights of that game, and I'm like, look at Ebron throwing it to Luck. Oh. So, it, Luck, dude, i tell you what. Luck went for it, though. He had the outstretched hands. I mean, he dove for that bad that He dove hey. for that bad boy. Couldn't bring it in. Let, let me tell you something. Luck can use that video for the rest of the year to the receivers. You better not allig- alligator arm yeah, anything done. that I throw to you because I – Laid out for this. He did. Y'all going to lay out for everything else. Did you see in the post game? He, he said, "I've got a paraphrase, but he said something like, I gave him my best effort, and I'm going to retire. <laughs> I'm going to retire as a wide receiver from here on out.'" <laughs> <laughs> and Ebron and Ebron said something like, uh, I, "I guess he was talking about luck back at uh, Stanford, and uh, I don't know where Ebron went to school, but uh, I guess maybe they somewhere along the lines are their paths across, maybe. But anyway." Um, or maybe he was just talking about watching tape, but Ebron said something like, yeah, you know, he's lost a step since college. <laughs> I was like, that's funny, man. 
That's funny. Uh, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's good. funny, but it's messed it's up. It's funny. It's funny, but it's, it's a little bit messed up. But uh, anywho, we'll we'll certainly spend some more time with uh, Colts Titans. I I thought that was going to be a much tighter game than it ended up being, but you know. Uh, Marcus Mariotto gets hurt, and by the time if you need Blaine Gabbert to come to your rescue, forget it. So, no. not yeah. happening. Uh, but we'll certainly. By the way, yeah. Breaking news. Uh oh. Breaking news: Avengers Four trailer is coming out on Black Friday. Hey, nice, nice. Could this be the first time we get a teaser trailer with like a a tribute in it? I how crazy don't would, know. How crazy would that be if the teaser trailer had a little nod to Stanley in there? I mean, it should. Um, I, I guess Bill Maher's not a fan, so maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that dick. Uh, he, he just... I usually can be okay with Bill Maher on most things, but that, that one just needs to sit down and just zip it. But yeah, I'm just I'm just seeing this uh, tra- trailer tip to drop on Black Friday. It's a, it's. I mean, I, I guess nothing's set in stone, but it's a quote unquote reliable source. So for those of us who enjoy Marvel, there you go. And I, I, given the box office numbers, there's a lot of people that do. Uh yes, uh, two bill, yes. two bill, two bill, baby, two not bill, one. not one, but two, but two. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hell yeah. And Infinity War on Netflix on Christmas Day. Look at that. Oh, until until Netflix has no no Disney and no Marvel on it. For now. Correct. Enjoy it. Correct. Enjoy yes. it. Alright, let's go and get Randy up in his piece, man. Yeah. What up, dude? Well, not a whole lot. I mean, I can't say that, you know, had to worry about football this weekend with the Niners, because at least they can't lose on the bye, or maybe they can. They may have found a way, but though I did uh, have to. It's like VCU. It's to... like VCU football, man. Undefeated against the. <laughs> <laughs> they're on. They're the on. Bi- the bye covered. <laughs> the bye. They're on permanent <laughs> bye. Can't lose. Though I did end up suffering through the Syracuse getting their ass beat, so that oh, that was yeah. kind of heartbreaking for me. Yeah. Well. Side note, I had such a tough time watching that game and looking at the Irish in those weird pinstripe. Those uniforms were strange, man. I know some people were digging them, and I know that there's it's obviously a long-standing joke that that's like they're a New York team, even though they're not. But they, you know, like they're the adopted New York football team. But that was strange, man. That was strange. I, looking. I, those things were just, yeah. I I saw with the social media going about it, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, no." I don't know what made you decide to wear that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was like Thursday Night Football Color Rush when they had the, what was it, green and red? I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. We had the ketchup and mustard bowl on Thursday night. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> Though I think the Rams were trying to relive that last night. Yeah, I was going to say, they definitely broke out. The, 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 that's a lot of yellow, dude. That's a little much. That was a little much. The ketchup. Hey, you know, they bowl. had to counteract the, uh, the ketchup from uh, Patrick Mahomes, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, I like how that dude was talking about how he's is. Uh, I don't know if he said the word embarrassed, but he like apparently he likes ketchup on his steak, and you know a lot of people that like steak are like, no, you can't put ketchup oh. on a steak. You know, it causes a little bit of an uproar, and so he's talking about how, uh, you know, I don't want to say embarrassed. I can't remember what word, what word he used, but how he doesn't want to order ketchup when he's out. Has to say he doesn't want he doesn't want to order ketchup on it because too many people are paying attention to him, and I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, dude, you know what? If you're out there, 
and honestly, look, most seasons, given what he's doing, I would be like, yeah, MVP. But I just, I think Drew Brees is due. You know what I mean? Has he ever won one? No. Oh my god. No. And the, his stats, no. the way he's been playing this year, only one pick. I mean, that's that's yeah. ridiculous. So uh, you know, it, I I love the the Mahomes being in the conversation for MVP. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the year plays out, but um, oh man, I just I, I feel I like Br- I feel like yeah. this is Breeze's year. You know what I mean? I feel like this is Breeze's year to get it. He's got the numbers. He's got the numbers. He's got the production. Because um, I, I think he's got the highest like completion percentage in the league uh, of all time. Yeah, I mean, what is it like seventy six ish? It's ridiculous. If seventy six, seventy seven percent, which is going to shatter the completion yeah. percentage record. I mean, to throw I mean, his, it's it's absurd, right? And it's not like he's throwing a bunch of dink and dunk stuff. I mean, he, you know what I mean? Like there, he's he throws a deep ball. Yes. Um. So, and I I love Mahomes, dude. Absolutely, hundred percent, bar none, absolutely. But uh, I just I feel like if 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 the dialogue is those two guys. I think it's it's time for Breeze to to get that. I wouldn't be terribly disappointed if Mahomes got it, but given the body of work, what the teams are, uh, and obviously against the Rams, Mahomes had a significant number of turnovers. Um, not that I'm going to hold those, you know, against him unfairly, but uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's going to be really tough for anybody to pry the MVP away from Drew Breeze this year. New Orleans is on an absolute freaking mission. Yes. They're on an absolute freaking mission, dude, to make up and finish off what they what they couldn't get done last year. Yeah. I still remember when uh, <laughs> we were talking about the play with Minnesota and some dude was, was chimed in on our Twitter feed and was like, no, the NFL got robbed because it should be, you know, it should be Saints and Eagles. Now, granted, the Eagles, you know, went on the, to win the whole deal. And I don't know, maybe the Saints would have beat the Eagles. Who knows? You know, you, you you don't really get to play those games. It's kind of fun to think about. But it almost felt like they took it out on Philadelphia this week. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like they oh, took yeah, it, dude. It, it, I mean, it really does, dude. It's like, yeah, we should have played you last year, and uh, yeah, we know you got the ring, but that, that should have been us playing for that, and we're going to put the salt in the wound. We're going to we're gonna truck you. We're going to throw touchdown bombs on fourth and seven. We don't Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> File under DGAF, whooping nope. that ass, and uh, but but seriously, I mean, I I just think, I think the body of work and what they put in and what they're looking like and what they're doing, I love Mahomes, mm-hmm. but I I think this is, I think Breeze is due. And, the thing um, is, is, the only game they lost this year, they put up forty. Yeah. I mean, their defense was in Offensive. chance whatever was going on week one. But, <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, that team that team's been rolling. Yeah. I want to say they're the highest scoring offense in the league. I could swear. Like, points per game is like 37-ish right in that zone. They're obviously top three. Well, yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure they have the highest. Yeah, 37.8. They're first in the NFL. And they're plus one hundred and thirty nine in point differential, by the Ooh. way. Well, plus what forty two or forty one this week? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. So um, 
the the Saints the Saints beat the Bengals and the Eagles by a combined score of ninety nine to twenty one the last two weeks. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Oh, look, I I enjoyed Philly's run last year, but they're they're a shadow. You know what I mean? Or, or they're a shell of that team. Oh, they're a shell of that team, and it, there's a there's a lot of reasons for it. Certainly, the state of their secondary is not helping them. But holy moly, I mean that was all Saints all day, dude. I mean, I mean the, it, past, it was, the past three weeks for the Saints, they've scored 144 points in the past three weeks alone, compared to 56 by the combined for their three opponents. Ridiculous. See, see, they are not the November lame. They are making it rain in November. That's a true story, bro. That's a true story. And here's the the, the sick thing with Breeze. Uh-huh. He's on pace for 4,700 yards, 40 touchdowns, and his quarterback rating is 126.9 right now. That's it? And no, but look, look. What's his QBR? What's his QBR? If you don't have his QBR ready, I don't hear it. <laughs> 89.3. There you go. <laughs> how's, he, how's he spinning the ball? How's he spinning that ball, man? Come on. <laughs> Can we get Booger McFarland in here on a <laughs> – now, why are you going to talk about the BSC bringing the Booger McFarland? <laughs> hey, look, Jason Witt, even Jason Witten knows. He's impressed that Drew Reese can pull a rabbit out of his head. Come on. I can't this believe year, he said man. that again. I can't believe he said it again. At least he can he laugh. said it in jest. I know. At least he, he, can, at least he can laugh at himself. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just saying. It's I like, know. Really, dude? He's got to acknowledge it. He knows. Um, he just started on too big of a stage, you know, at, that's ESPN's. That's not Jason Witten's fault. That's ESPN's no, fault. No, it's not. You got to work your way up yeah. to that thing. Yeah, yeah. I think they were hoping to, you know, capture some magic. Maybe some of Tony Romo would rub off on him. I'm sorry, you got that wrong, guys. And I, I like Witten, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of painful. Uh, Anywho, he fumbled. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know, think about it. It's seventeen seven. You know, late in the second, Breeze hits Traquan Smith for a touchdown to close the half, twenty four seven. And in the third quarter, Breeze hits Michael Thomas for a touchdown. It's 31-7. Ingram gets a goal on touchdown. They're up 38-7. You know, I mean, they were just stacking on the points, dude. Uh, in the fourth quarter, it's fourth and seven. I don't remember exactly where they were. Kind of, they were cl- They didn't really want to punt, and I guess they figured it was too long of a field goal to go for it. I mean, Kamara had, well, I guess they were at the 37-yard 37 37 line. Because it was a 37-yard touchdown, so there you go. Um, and Breeze just hits, yeah, Kamara just running down the sideline, bro. 45-7. to I mean, tackle on a field goal just for a little uh, good measure there. But worst loss ever by a defending Super Bowl champion. And, you know, I, I've kept clinging on to this notion that the Eagles would kind of turn it around and, and be better. But you know what? This is the classic Bill Parcells deal. You are what your record says you are, and y'all suck. Um, <laughs> I mean, y'all suck. Y'all suck, dude. Yeah, I mean Malcolm Jen- Malcolm Jenkins. I'm pretty sure it was Jenkins. You know, was talking about in the post game, talking about how terrible they are. You know, paraphrasing. You know, and their struggles, and they're just not getting it done. And you know, they're not. They're not. That you you could see the frustration on on you know with the players throwing helmets and slamming stuff down, but you earned that L, buddy. Because if that's you know what I'm saying, you earn that L. You got your ass handed. I will say this. I was joking around with somebody at work. And I said, man, I feel much better about the Redskins losing to the Eagles now, because I, you know what I mean. Like if they're gonna if they're gonna pour that on the NFC East, they're gonna beat the brakes off everybody in the NFC East. I, I think he meant the Saints, not the Eagles. 
Oh, Redskins well, losing to the Saints. Well, yeah, Redskins losing to the Saints. My bad. Yeah, um, yeah. But the way the Eagles got their ass handed to them, I, yeah, I, I feel, I feel, not that I feel great about the Redskins getting their ass handed to them, but at least they did it to the Eagles too. You know what I mean? So in New Orleans, <laughs> in yes. So that's okay. But I, I think we can officially bury the Eagles at this point. I kept thinking they were going to turn it around, but I, I'm I'm about ready to be like, yep, y'all y'all done. You don't think they'll go Undertaker on you? <laughs> <laughs> it is the NFC East, and the Redskins are now Colt McCoy, uh, led by Colt McCoy, and Dallas is coming on. They're running Zeke Moore. The defense looks pretty good. Van Der Esch looks pretty good. So who knows? But it's not going to amount to anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. A- I don't think anybody in the NFC East has any magic to. They might have the magic to get through the division. Uh, but they don't have the magic to do anything in the playoffs. I just don't. Think I mean, it, it, no. Rams mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. Saints mm-hmm. and NFC, right? I mean, that's pretty much where it's at at this point. Yeah, I mean, maybe somebody, maybe somebody's D plays out of their absolute minds uh, one game or something. I you mean, know. maybe Can, Chicago th- would be number three. Think, in that- think about this, dude. If if the Chiefs and the Rams. You know, pick your poison. But if they make it to the AFC, you know, championship, AFC NFC championship games, and one of them gets to the Super Bowl, can you imagine being the team that has to beat one of them and then beat the other one? Then, like back to back, have to play those two teams? Oh God! I mean, Saints are up for the challenge. Saints might be, and and that's not to even discount the Saints. I mean, with the two weeks off, I mean, the Saints could do it. Yeah. I mean. Good Lord. I mean, the game plans that they've been putting together in November are ridiculous. Uh-huh. Give them two weeks. Whew. Well, if they're healthy, yeah. I'll, yeah. yeah. All healthiest, you know, healthy, all health aside. I'll, I'll, yeah, always a caveat. Um, right. But it, it's hard not to look at those. The, really, to me, um, I'm curious to see how New England comes out of the bye. A little, little rough there going into that. But hopefully, hopefully they get Gronk back. Oh, you know what? Randy and I are enjoying our Monster Energy Gronk editions, the Monster Energy Gronk, although I'm disappointed to learn it's just regular Monster Energy with Gronk on the can. I thought it was... Randy, I thought this was like a special uh, special flavor. So did I. Nope. I figured, I was like, hey, maybe you actually collaborated with him and say, hey, this is what I want it to taste like. Yeah, unfortunately, no. What a letdown. But hey, it, it is a cool-looking can, and it does, it does say Gronk on it, so... Hmm. So I guess that counts for something. It, it all these energy drinks remind me of Red Bull. It doesn't taste exactly <laughs> like Red Bull, but they all remind me of Red Bull. I could totally, I could totally drop some vodka in that. You know, there you go. I could totally do that, man. Uh, but as as far as Philly, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of faith. You know, I still like Wentz, but I, I think the the issues that they have, or the running game is is off the defense is definitely off uh Wentz is pressing you know I mean they've got pieces but they, they just don't seem to be cohesive you know Wentz what I mean needs that running game for his play action game Here, I'll, I'll and take, I'll, go ahead I was gonna say I mean they don't have the same players as last year and uh oh, who's the kid from Miami they got that went on IR uh Jay Ajayi, uh, Jay Ajayi. Ajayi. Yeah. yeah I mean like once once that dude went out I mean, it was Corey Clement and a was Little it running back? 
running back by committee at this point. Yeah, it's it, it, Clement's not the answer. Smallwood's not the answer. Uh, I'm still a little bit intrigued by Josh Adams, but you got to give him the rock more. Uh, yeah, he's got to get you got to get got to get twenty carries, man. Yeah, get, get the yeah. But when that, you're when you're down as much know, as they were so quickly, it's hard to. I know they were beating the run. They, well, they weren't beating the Saints. I'm I'm talking about like going forward. forward yeah. uh, they need to get that that running game going. So, they really do. So and, side uh, note. Oh, go ahead. Uh, not only not only for Wentz, but for that defense, man. Yeah, the defense needs time to rest. Or, and they, just they need to protect on, the D. And not be – hey, now. Hey. That's <laughs> what the Trojan people said. Trojan um, man, protect the D. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to protect that secondary and keep that defense off the field, man, because, uh, you know, slim pickings at this point in that secondary. Well – let me tell you something kind of neat that I, I was reading. I keep forgetting that Peter King does stuff with uh, Pro Football Talk now. Uh, you know, I'm so used to it being the MMQB from way back in the day, but it's it's now Peter King's Football Morning in America. And so we had this piece on the Saints, and I, I, this is just one little chunk of it. But since we're talking about Wentz and some issues in the run game, this, this <laughs> just gonna read this to you. So, because he was talking about how they were prepping for it and, you know, the plays and the tendencies. Obviously, you have a lot of analytics and they look at trends and try to figure different things out how to deal with people. So, um, they're talking about Wentz. And and they said, quote, we want to put the game on Wentz, Peyton said. Peyton likes Wentz as a player, but his player personnel analyst, Ryan Herman, gives him trends and numbers every week. And Peyton tells the group two interesting ones about Wentz. Check this out. The Eagles are 1-11 when Wentz plays, and they allow more than 26 points. And he's 0-9 when he passes for between 308 and 364 yards. The point being, if he does that, the Eagles likely won't be running the ball well, and the Saints think they can beat a one-dimensional offense, so put it on Wentz. And I was like, that's a lot of specificity with the 308 to 364, but what you see is they said, you know what, we're going to put it on Wentz, and what do they do? They put it on Wentz. Wentz. And um, I don't remember how many picks he had, but I can tell you that he three, 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 uh, which is great because in our fantasy football league, that's the amount of points he got me for the week. So <laughs> that's fitting. Thanks, Wentz. Yep. Three picks and he got sacked three times. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Nice. But by three kind of things with the, the Eagles that I noticed, we already hit on Ajayi. Yep. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl hangover is real. And there's one thing that I'm surprised no one's really thought about or even mentioned yet. The the fact that the team lost Frank Reich. Oh, we've talked about it, the coaches. It's it's Reich. We and talked it, about it, yeah. yeah it's Reich. Reich. With Frank Reich gone, wasn't he like the main one who actually there's, there's developed another the guy. game plans? There's yes. another guy. It was Frank Reich's one of them, and I want to say it was the quarterback coach. And I don't remember where the quarterback coach, because I can't think of his name. I, I don't know if he's in Minnesota as the OC, he's somewhere out. I want to say he's in Minnesota, but I might be wrong about that. But I could swear they lost. It was Reich, and it was two guys that they lost off that staff. And that offense is, doesn't look remotely the same. Well, Frank Reich was probably the big one that they lost. And good Lord, I can't even type on my phone. Is the struggle real over there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Brother, it is bad. Let's see. We got Doug Peterson. Let's see. Coach's roster. John. Yay, uh, internet. De, De Filippo. Yep, he's now the Minnesota Vikings OC. 
There you go. Yep. I hope I said his last name correctly. De Filippo, yeah. Yeah. So but it's it, like it, it, those, it, those, those, you know, just losing those, those two pieces. Two clearly, Wentz is just not Wentz. Even though, yeah, he's coming back off the injury, he's still, you know, a lot of these teams. That if you look at the coaching of of these top tier teams right now, the coaching's amazing. Oh well, you you think of the 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 relationship between Reed and Mahomes, certainly Peyton and Breeze. Without without McVay question, and McVay and Goff, McVay and Goff, and, and and the way that those offenses and those players, you know, the, the way they game plan, the way they set them up for success, and I think you can also see that a bit in Chicago. Yeah, Nagy's definitely uh-huh. with, really done a great job with Trubisky. With Trubisky. He's, Absolutely, he sets he's them up a for phenomenal success. job. And you know that that's one of the things we hinted at it at the beginning, but that's one of the things that's true about Reich with Luck in Indy. In Indy. You know what I mean? Setting oh them up for God, success. Dude. You still look. You still have to execute it. You know what I mean? You still have to right. execute it. You you got a game plan, strategy. You got to do all the strategery, but you know you got to get in it and, and and do the damn thing. But absolutely, you know anybody that tells you coaching doesn't matter, it's all the players, dude. You might. I'm sure that you can get away with that at times, but to me. You, if you want the you model, need both. if you, you want the, yeah, if you want the model of consistency about how much game planning makes a difference, you you look at New England. Belichick Brady because you, you can that's, you can argue about the talent that they've had, but they've they've been consistent for what eighteen years? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you can't tell me that the elite level coaching doesn't make a gigantic difference. Huge. You're you're putting it's, talent. It's it's knowing how to use talent. It's knowing how to leverage talent. It's knowing how to maximize talent. It's knowing how to put your players in positions to be successful. It's knowing how to put them in positions to be able to win and to play well. Right? There's a lot of things you can't just have an assembly of talent. It's very difficult. I shouldn't say you can't because sometimes you can have a great team. That this would be the Barry Switzer effect, riding the coattails of Jimmy Johnson back in the day. You can have a team that's so well, you know, damn well built that they kind of run it. You know what I mean? You might have a year, and I, I honestly, I think you see that a lot sometimes when a head coach leaves a really good team and they have like the residual for like a year, and then it falls apart. You know, some of that's personnel too. But come on, man. Uh, yeah, if the way the offenses are going, those teams, those relationships between yeah. those quarterbacks, those head coaches, those offenses, those head coaches, huge. And if you don't yeah. see that, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, I would say Jerry Jones made a big mistake when he let Jimmy Johnson go um, back in the 90s. Oh, he should have just you kept, think? you know, Sometimes you just got to put your pride aside. I mean, he's keeping Jason Garrett for this long. He should have kept Jimmy Johnson for as long or longer. Yeah, well. I, <laughs> that, that's how it goes, I guess. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess it's the old. Uh, I, I'm, ready to write, I'm ready to write them off. Yeah, maybe, maybe they win some games late, but I just. It, it, Philly's done this year. I, it, I think. Over. Yeah. I think there's there's enough going wrong. Enough things that are tough there. I just don't see how they get out of it. I don't think I they. Mean, have, I, they don't I think they've got the see scheme. the Giants beating them this weekend. And they might. They might. You know, uh, um, not that the Giants are good, but they've played better, and they, the Giants make make games out of them. You know what I mean? 
yeah. a lot of their matchups. So they're not rolling over. You might beat them, um, but they certainly – have they gotten blasted by anybody? I mean, the way that Philly got blasted by the Saints? I, without looking at their schedule, I can't remember, but – you know, I feel like most games they play, they're it's within reach. You know what I mean? It's within yeah. reach. It's not like they're getting completely housed. So I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Their biggest loss was 15 points, and that was to the Saints. That was a, that was a competitive game. That was at home versus the Saints. And there's Week no four. no shame in losing to, to obviously no shame losing to New Orleans. None. Mm-hmm. No shame losing to the Rams. Uh, you missed the, the, the Philly game by 21, oh, yeah. Randy. Yeah, I did. But that was a short week. That was a Thursday night game. Hmm. Yeah, those games are such aberrations. It's ridiculous. The Thursday night, I mean, those games almost shouldn't even count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they played Jacksonville tough, but we know Jacksonville is... We don't know what the hell they are anymore. They're inconsistent. Well, that was week one. Yeah. That was week one when they I mean they played they were still good. I mean, Panthers had to beat them on a field goal, like they long ass field goal at the end of the game, sixty three yarder. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Again, you know, the margin of separation in, in you know the NFL. You know, we we can poke fun at teams for you know sucking, um, or you can be like Shannon and take you know the Cardinals in the death pool against the Raiders. <laughs> You know, but all the time. <laughs> Gotta beat the Raiders at come home, on, man. Come on, man. Come on. And how you gonna call that touchdown run by David Johnson back? Come on, refs. Come on, Screw man. You. That would have put the game away. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Seriously, man. That's I messed know, up, left. dude. I left Pittsburgh in the chamber. I should have taken them. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my even, face with that shit. Even then, you were going to have heart palpitations with that game. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, hoping Jacksonville would win that game so I would actually not feel bad for not taking them. And I then, was hoping the way they were playing, I thought maybe, just maybe. I was maybe, hoping for it. Maybe. No. I was like, I was like, if they win this game and the like, – I mean, good lord! They they win it at the buzzer, and the Cardinals lose it at the buzzer. I'm like, damn it! Yeah, no, that was pretty wild. But you know, the margins of separation with some of these teams are they're not as big as we make them out to be. Yeah. Now, now there are some teams that are clearly head and shoulders better. I mean, I, again, I, I think if we boil it down, we can say, okay, if I had to pick the top four in the league right now, I'm taking Kansas City, Pittsburgh, um, New Orleans, and and the Rams. If you know what I mean, if you boxed me in and I had to do that, those are the four I would take. If you gave me those four teams versus the rest of the NFL for for winning the Super Bowl, I would take those four and I'd run with it. Yeah, I you know I, I still think the Patriots will figure course. something out. They're 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 right. I'm gonna go. Uh, I can't believe I'm gonna reference Coward on this that guy, but uh, he had like he was doing his power rankings thing and he had New England at five. You know what I mean, and I totally agreed with them on that because you, you know, last week I said you got you got to you you got to stomp New England out of it. So you you know what I mean. You got to yeah. And until you do that, that they're still there. You know what I mean, and they're capable. They've already beaten the Chiefs. Now, granted, it's not like they waxed the Chiefs and they beat them in their house, but I mean New England in late season in the playoffs with time to prepare for you. No, you you can't you can't tread lightly there. You better yeah, I, you better I, show up ready to ball. 
I think if Sony Michelle gets healthy and Gronk gets, he's not going to be all the way healthy. But if he can be serviceable, if Gronk is ninety percent, man, you know, hell, if he's eighty percent, he's dangerous. Seventy-five percent yeah. of Gronk is is better than most tight ends, yeah. and that's it's, that's what Brady needs. And right. I'm, I ain't even worried about that Tennessee game. I mean, no. they're not going to get home field throughout the AFC at this point. No. Um, Although I think they do play Pittsburgh soon, so it, I, think I don't they think play it, Pittsburgh very soon I don't, in the next you, couple of weeks. Yeah. Let me check on that. Sixteenth, sixteen. Okay. Yeah, week it, sixteen or December sixteenth. December sixteenth. December yeah, 16th, coming up. So yeah. that's week fifteen. Yeah. So, so there you go. That that'll decide the two seed in the AFC unless the Chiefs fall to somebody. Yeah, I'd be surprised, but. You know what the Rams do have, even though their defense gives up, <laughs> certainly gave up a lot of yardage and a lot of points. But one of the things the Rams have that not everybody has is they they have a an incredible amount of pressure from the middle of that line. Oh my God, Aaron Donald's ridiculous. You know what I mean? They can do things that a lot of teams can't because of the caliber of their defensive line. But their defense isn't always doesn't always play great. But what they are gonna they are gonna get a keep to lead back, who yes. Lord knows. I mean, you know, we made fun of him in years past, but you know, a keep to lead when he's on, he's a phenomenal corner. It's ridiculous, and he's gonna he's going to help that defense. Period. Yes. So uh, I'll be very curious to see what they look like once he's back and in the mix. But uh, going back to the Steelers and the Jaguars, that was probably the Jaguars' last real stand of the season. Um, I don't, you know, at some point and, you know, they had those weird rumors talking about how they were, they might trade Jalen Ramsey. I I don't, why I don't, I don't think you can move. Don't move that guy. I I think that would be a mistake. It's stupid. He's not, he's not the reason they need a quarterback unless they're going to trade him for a quarterback. You know, unless there's somebody that I wouldn't even do that. Just draft somebody. Like you're three and seven, like it, just it, it depends on the quarterback. But I mean, who 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 could you you know what I mean? Who can you get for? Who could who could you trade Jalen Ramsey for? Like from a quarterback standpoint, where you know it's upside because you know what Ramsey is. He's a baller. Yeah, yeah he has a big damn mouth on him. But he does. He's got a big mouth, you know. and I mean, he played AB when he wants to play. Let's let's put it like that. When he wants to play. I mean, he shut down A.B. most of the day. He, the most. first quarter, they gave up that bomb, which, you know, A.B. is going to get loose at some point. But, look, Roethlisberger threw, know, he threw, he, look, he threw five picks versus the Jaguars <laughs> last year, three while targeting Antonio Brown. Yep. All right, and you think about in this particular game, the second quarter, the Jaguars, was up, the Jags were up 6-0. Cedos had the ball, and Ben threw to A.B., and Ramsey just undercut the route and just flew up. And, and I mean, just I, it was an incredible interception as far as I'm Absolutely. concerned. And yes. that ended up setting up a field goal. It was 9-0 Jaguars. And then, you know, uh, Ben had another one where he was going after Antonio Brown. He overthrew it. Barry Church got a pick. Um, and just watching the highlight of this just makes you – I mean, it, it was such an incredible play. It was in the third quarter. It was Steelers ball, second and nine at the eleven. And Roethlisberger threw to uh, Brown in the end zone, and Jalen Ramsey like went over Antonio Brown's head to catch that damn thing and bring that. He mossed him, man. It was it was an incredible interception because it's not like AB doesn't fight for the ball. You know what I mean? 
It's not like yeah. he doesn't know how to go to and go get it. That was a phenomenal defensive play by Ramsey. It's an all-pro play. Yeah. All-pro. I mean, that's Absolutely. Ramsey was all-pro in this game. I think he had maybe one mistake, and that was the bomb to A.B. where he just lost coverage, and he got that touchdown, and he had no chance to stop him in the open field. Didn't, wasn't, didn't the safety get tripped up? Something happened. Somebody I got mean, tripped Ramsey up over by trailing. the side, but I think, I think A.B. would have gotten in anyway. Yeah, I mean, but. it wasn't. I mean, Ramsey got back and to challenge him, but mm-hmm. AB, all he had to do was fake right, went left, and Ramsey just wasn't going to bother because there's just no chance. No. You know, look, when Fournette, Fournette goes up, up and over on second and goal for the touchdown, it's 16 to nothing Jaguars. And you, you figured, and I, go ahead. I felt, I felt great. At that point in time, when I saw sixteen like, to nothing, hey, hey. and I saw that look, they they were riding Fournette. I was like, okay, that that's that's the formula. That's yep. how you beat Pittsburgh last year. That's how you're going to win these games in the future. Just ride Fournette, ride that defense, and I was like, okay, I, I feel good about this. Yeah. What was that? What it, was that? Because it was after that that they got that. What was that? A, like an almost eighty-yard touchdown? The seventy-yard, seventy-eight-yard touchdown pass to Brown. And of, yep. cor- and of course, they had a failed two-point conversion. You got to love how Pittsburgh goes for two-point conversions all the time. I don't understand. I would just kick the extra. I, I get it. You're either down ten or they're you're su- down one score. I get su- it. But- they're successful enough with doing the two-point conversions. They obviously believe that's the way to go. Clearly. It's yeah. aggressive. It's aggressive. You know. It is. And, and again, this is why I think this is the kind of win. This is the kind of win where you get down. It's a hostile environment. It looks like it's not your day. You got the you got. I mean, the Jaguars are chirping. They're giving you know Roethlisberger grief about the picks, and then they just come storming on back, man. A beautiful throw from Roethlisberger to Vance McDonald in the end zone mm. um, to cut it to 16-13. And then the Jaguars, of course they did. Of course they went three and out. And um, you know, a couple of just absolute money throws to Juju and you know A.B. They, they got down inside the five. It was first and goal with under a minute to go. And you know, second and goal, uh, Ben's throw into the end zone gets picked off, but there was a defensive penalty. Of course, the guy about ripped the switcher, I think. <laughs> about ripped that dude's head off. Yeah, boy, that was a justified flag for sure. Pretty much. Yeah, and then you know it ends up with Roethlisberger faking the pitch and you know diving in, and that that ball barely broke the plane before his knees hit the ground, but it broke the plane. Yes, it did. That was in. That, that's that's why you have a six five six six quarterback. Big in dude. There. Big dude. Big man. Big dude. You know, and I love the post game stuff where he was talking about how the Jaguars were running their mouth all day, and he, he I think he gave one of one of their numbers. Number fifty, I think, but uh, how they were giving him grief about the picks and all that stuff, and he he basically was like, <laughs> they, they running their mouth all day, but I've got the game ball, <laughs> dude. I mean, well, that was great. I would say guys like Brady, Big Ben, Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, and, and maybe you throw in Mahomes and Goff at this point, but I want to go with the old school guys, mm-hmm. maybe those four guys that I named off first. Yeah. Like if you're chirping, you better make sure you have the game in hand. Yeah. Cause those gunslingers will come back on you in a heartbeat. 
and they will make you eat your words. Well, that was Roethlisberger's 41st game-winning drive in the fourth quarter or overtime. That's the sixth most by a quarterback since the, you know, well, the Super Bowl era, basically. Mm. You can't, you can't, you know what I mean? If if you're gonna if you're gonna beat the Steelers, you got you got to lock that down. You got to have the stake driven through the yeah, heart, you, dude. You got to close them out, and they weren't able to do. It. I mean, you go three and out and give them opportunity. That's not gonna <laughs> not gonna work, bro. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't yeah, do it. Whoa. Sorry. I don't think that table's going to recover there. Can't no, do it. it. may not. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Where are we going? Like the Jacksonville O'Reilly's? Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> what are we saying? Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> All-timer, bro. All-timer, man. Yes, sir. So... I don't know. The Steelers, I do think, are intriguing in that mix. You know? Um, if Connor can run, if they, the one thing that hurt them this week is they didn't run it effectively with Connor. And that down the stretch, I mean, when you talk about December football, you, you got to be able to run that ball. And Connor, with only nine attempts, it's just not going to get enough. it done. It's not enough. It's not, no, it's not enough at all. And, uh, you know, look, Big Ben. Dude's playing, playing at an all-pro level right now, and he's got some great weapons. But I mean, you got to you got to be able to tote that rock on the ground if you're going to get to January and beyond. Well, and uh, it, Connor's done a great job, but I mean, you got to understand, like Le'Veon Bell ain't walking through that door now, so it, it's on your shoulders. You know, it is on your shoulders, and you got to be able to tote that rock in December. Mm-hmm. Well, here's in all likelihood, and we got to enjoy Rams Chiefs, and that was a offensive bonanza uh, for sure. And clearly, you know, the Saints obviously are, are a point explosion party as well. But this is the time of year where you start to see the defenses start rearing back up. You know what I mean? And the teams that can run and that can play defense through clock management. Um, and the teams whose defense, you know, I mean, the Jag- the Jaguars' defense put them in. Gave them the opportunity to win that game, and their offense couldn't seal the deal. They should have won that game. Arguably, should have won that game. And their defense played so well. I think Fournette. Look, dude, that that dude, twenty-eight rushes, ninety-five yards. Really, his first game back from injury. They just they ran that dude hard. They did. I think he he think he gave you everything. That's on Bortles. I mean, that's it's. Plain and simple, that's on Bortles. You you got to be able to convert in a passing game. And I mean, you're you you're fifty four million dollars on your contract. I mean, at least give the organization their money's worth. I mean, the running joke, yeah, Blake Bortles. But if you're being paid that much, get the job done. Ten of eighteen for one hundred and four yards, sacked six times. It's I awful. mean, that, you're that's not, not going to get it done. You Sorry, need Randy. to have a solid balance between the two. And they knew they were going to have to run the hell out of Fournette if they were going to beat the Steelers to keep that offense off the field. They ran the ball 43 times as a team <clears throat> for 179 yards. I mean, that's damn impressive. But if you're not going to have – Bortles can at least get about a, at least a couple hundred yards passing on top of it 
to keep that defense honest and mm-hmm. keep the, their defense fresh. I mean, Fournette was the leading receiver with two catches and 46 yards. Oh, That's not going to cut it. That's terrible. It's not going to get it done. That's terrible. I mean, that's, that's, that's hey, atrocious. Like, 10, 10 of 18 for a buck four is atrocious. Nathan Peterman but... thinks that's a career highlight. <laughs> yeah, because there was no interceptions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was it? Hyde had eight for forty-four. Maybe Hyde should have gotten a few more carries. Um, I mean, if you're averaging what five yards a carry, I mean, get that man a few more carries. If uh, maybe. <laughs> well, Fournette's their bell cow. It, 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 that that offense goes through Under, Fournette. Uh, understood. I mean, he had twenty-eight for ninety-five and a touchdown. Yeah. But if you know if Hyde's giving you eight for forty-four, you know, throw a few more on there. Uh, Yeldon threw in five for twenty-three. That's four yards of carry. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, dude. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. Of course, it wasn't on in this area. And bro, you know, I'm telling I'd, you, you you got to do the you got to do the Fios DVR. Stream it to your phone. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it's the way to do it. Uh, Side note for the Steelers, the, their remaining schedule isn't very friendly. Okay. I mean, they got the Broncos coming up, which offensively, meh, but their defense, however, is not exactly a, is nothing to sneeze at. They, then they get the Chargers. Mm-hmm. That team is inconsistent, <clears throat> making strides this year. Then they get the Raiders. You know, there's their fluff game right there. Right. Oh, yeah. Then they get, they'll beat the hell out of the Raiders. Then they get the Patriots. Then they play at New Orleans. Woo, that's a tough close. And their wow. final game of the season is a home game against the Bengals, which it's a division game. Yeah. You can't you can't look no, at it as oh the Bengals bro. are gonna walk all over them. No, this is a division game. These are always hard hitting, these are always close. That's just a hell of a way to end your season, those three final games. I like the Patriots to get the two seed then. Wow. That, that's a tr oof, that's yeah. brutal. That that's tough sledding on the back end of the slate, man. Woo! That's for sure. Goodness. Oh, huh. damn. <clears throat> in Jacksonville, they might as well just try to see if they can't find get the number one seed at this point for the draft. I should say, get the number one pick because that's the way they're playing. Randy, offensively, I do have to ask you: hmm. Is this the end of the road for Jacksonville? It was the end of the road for Jacksonville two weeks ago. <laughs> Three weeks ago. I mean, this this team, I don't know. This team is so undisciplined. It's so unlike a Marone team to be so undisciplined and just unruly compared to what he expects from their his players. It, should it be the end of the road for Blake Bortles? Definitely. He needs a change of scenery. They need a new quarterback. I thought they should have changed the quarterback end of last year. I mean... I agree. He, he had a good playoff run, but... Come on, dude. We we know that we've seen enough Blake Bortles to know that he yes he he's just not going to be that guy. I couldn't find it. I was scrolling around. I couldn't find it, so I just added it to the play. I was like, I was, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just add it to the damn playlist again. Who cares? I mean, don't get me wrong. Bortles has had some really good moments, but he's had more sharding moments than any quarterback I've seen so far this year. Mine, that's not. Like Sam Darnold or a rook, you know, or other other rookies out there. Look, bro. Nathan look, Peter. bro. Look. Don't be yeah. hating on. Don't be hating on Bortles, man. That dude is a winner.
He's the only one that probably has a QBR in reverse. <laughs> I don't know. Between him and they drive the BSC. Yeah. Notice that Bortles has BSNE in his name. Indeed, he does. There you go. You cannot spell BSC without Bortles. You can't. You can't. You can't spell citrus without UT, and you can't spell Bortles without BSE, buddy. <laughs> it almost makes you wonder. Well, Steve Spurrier callback. That's good. Wow. It almost makes you wonder what this team would have been if all the rumors, all everything anybody wanted, was for Jacksonville to trade for Eli. What this team could have been with a quarterback like him, at least. Uh, well, in. Eli is better than Bortles. Yeah, I, I take exactly. Eli over Bortles for sure. But give, they, I mean, give they, Eli a running game. I think he'll be more effective. Yeah. Um, granted, the wide receiver core in New York is superior. I would. I mean, Odell Odell oh. Beckham is top five guy. Easy. I don't but know. Eli's I, also done more with less. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, he might not, be not now. Not, yeah. I, not at, now. At this no. point in his career, he needs he needs a running game. Look, which Saquon this past weekend, as you saw, and we, we might we may or may not get to that game, but you see Saquon running twenty seven for a buck forty two made Eli much more effective. Oh, Sorry. of course. Was this the the first game that Saquon had a rushing and receiving touchdown? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that, like rando rando notes. Look, Blake Bortles does less with more. Where are you sitting at? <laughs> he does less with less. <laughs> he uh, does less with more. Who, who is it that's supposed to be hiring less miles? Is it Kansas? Kansas, baby. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I bet Kawhi okay. has. I, I bet Kawhi has been, uh, you know, totally like uh, checking out all the big neck dude memes. That's why he's laughing so much, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, oh lord, I, th- I thought you were going to go dust oh. the wind with last oh. miles. No, all I know is, is I love this headline. I love this headline on big neck dude. This is on World Star Hip Hop, so you know it's going to be a good headline. His neck is still at large. <laughs> the the wow. memes off that dude's neck have been wow. phenomenal. Wow. Titanic? That was good. Oh, I came, came in, in like a necking came ball. Came in like a necking ball? That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. So you want to go I Dream the Dream in Kansas for less miles, huh? For dust in the wind, one or the other. Well... <laughs> can we, Since Kansas can, did drink or sing that, excuse can me. Can we get a, give the NFC East like crust in the wind? Does that work? <laughs> can we just give that to the whole division. Maybe fart in the wind. I don't know. Woo! <laughs> 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 I mean, quite frankly, the NFC East, man. How the I, hell one of those four teams I gets hate, to host a playoff game? <laughs> I hate to think that the reality is, especially at this point in the season, that Dallas is going to be the one that puts it together and figures it out. 
Ugh. They they got Zeke and no one else does. Zeke and Vanderesh. Yeah. There you go. That was a good that was a good draft selection. Yep. I'm starting to see why they took that kid now. Yeah, no complaints at this point. Not yeah. that I mean I I think Ridley's gonna be a good one. I don't know if he's gonna be great, but I think Ridley's at least gonna be very good. But Vanderus looks like he's got something special on him. You know what I mean? Picks in back to back weeks. Yeah, big time tackles. Well, you know I what? Mean, good good players, good prepared players. That if, if you can pair talent with preparation and work ethic, you know what I mean. That's a really good combo, yeah. right? And Vanderesh seems like he's in the right spot a lot of the time. You know what I mean? And he's, go ahead. Got a good mentor. Um, uh, what's oh yeah. His, what's, Sh- his, what's Sean what's Lee? Sean Lee, who's yeah. mentoring him, yes. and uh, they mentioned it a couple times during the broadcast. Like he, he studies film with him, mm-hmm. and Sean Lee always points out where he should be. And you know, at this point, Sean Lee, I appreciate the the, the fire, but you need to hang it up and just become a coach. Maybe um, your, your body's just your body's betraying you. you you get concussions and the hamstring issues and well you I can't stand the, the field, fire man. man can't stand the field look in, in the fourth quarter now keep in mind <laughs> keep in mind again we've joked around about it off and on this year kicking woes and they oh. struck again in this game so Meyer missed an extra point the Cowboys were up 12-9 Falcons had the ball to drive man Ryan throws to Calvin Ridley it bounces off of Ridley's hands and goes right to Vanderesh. Of course, the guy that Dallas drafted instead of Ridley. Boy, if, if, yep. was that like the football god saying, y'all, you made the right choice, don't sweat it? At least for that week it was. At least, at least for today. Fun factoid, by the way, uh, that interception did set up a, 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 a Zeke touchdown run. Uh, and ended up, it ended up making it 19-9 Cowboys. But fun factoid, Zeke had 201 of the Cowboys, 323 yards of total offense. And quite frankly, good defensive play plus a hell of a lot of Zeke out. You know what I mean? That's their recipe. That's the That's calling the card right there. Dude, I'm not, look, I would take Dak over Blake Bortles any day of the week. Yeah. All right, I would. I Same would. here. But you know, you, you know what that line that Marone had about he, he would like it if Blake Bortles never threw? Quite frankly, that's probably what the Cowboys need out of out of Dak, you know, feed yeah. feed the beast. Well, he can throw to Zeke, but feed the beast, and then get the hell out the way. Let the defense play strong, get the ground up pound going with Zeke, and and just roll through people. It may not be the yards, but no. the twenty plus carries is yes. the, is the key thing. Yes. Like with Fournette for Jacksonville, with Zeke for Dallas, he's got to have at least twenty carries. Mm-hmm. Get guy keep feeding that beast. And, and Dak, he's not going to be a 300-yard guy. He's going to be in the 2 to 250 range. That, that's that's your point. Dude, that's, he, your, yeah. that's, that's where you want him. That's your sweet spot. Defense is good enough to keep it close. He's not as accurate as, but he's living in Alex Smithville. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That's where he's at. And I, I don't mean to say that to denigrate either Smith or Dak, but he's not in Mahomes land. You get what I'm oh, like? God, that he's not even remotely close. He can't catch a train, catch a bus, mega bus, drive, walk, swim, sprint. It, he he can't see Mahomes land on the map. Uh-huh. right. No, no shot. No, no shot. But Alex Smithville, 
right around the bend. Yep. You know, and if if he can play smart football and get a little bit, if he can tighten up a couple of things, he's good. He's solid. But that offense has to flow through Zeke, not Dak. Absolutely. If you flow it through Dak, nope. Doing yourself a disservice. No deal. Set him up for success by having Zeke out there balling. Here we are talking about all these offensive geniuses and then this little <laughs> bit of a mess that you get there. So, different. But look, uh, I'll, uh, kudos to uh, Julio Jones, by the way, who uh, got his uh, – got a, uh, and that was a nice – that was a nice throw. Um, it was the Falcons closed it. They got a field goal, and then they had just an absolute baller uh, touchdown from Matt Ryan to Julio Jones. Is the first time since 2014 that Julio has a touchdown in three consecutive games. That's that's long overdue. Yeah, and then I mean um, that dude. Come on now. I know, I know, I know. First back-to-back wins for the Cowboys this season. Zero turnovers, by the way, in two straight games. Recipe for success. Don't turn it over. Run well. Don't turn it over. Mm -hmm. Run the ball. Run well. Don't turn it over. You know, don't do anything stupid. You're gonna be okay. It, and it's what's interesting to look at is, uh, other than Zeke being their leading receiver this week, 30 mm-hmm. touches overall for the week. Uh, the fact that the addition of Amari Cooper, it, this offense has kind of changed a little bit. It seems like even though he hasn't been the greatest over the past couple seasons, his presence is actually making a difference. Of course, it does. He draws. Yes. He draws coverage. And he draws attention. He opens things up for other people. Yep. And that's why they traded for him. Mm-hmm. Even though it cost him it dearly. It did. But you get you get a guy that can be a legit number one, and that's what that can do for you. Yep. Well, and with the way they're starting to play, the remaining games on their schedule, some of them are pretty favorable. I mean... Granted, I don't look at Saints and Colts for them as going to be good for them. I think Saints and Colts are probably going to trounce them. But well, the Saints will destroy them next, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday they'll get destroyed by the Saints. But if they probably. can beat Washington this week, then yeah, that helps. Then so, they get Philly after the Saints. Then they get the Colts. But then they have the Bucks and the Giants to close out the season. Mm-hmm. But the way that if the Giants keep building on what they've what they've had over the past couple of weeks, you never know what that game's going to turn into. You don't. Sure. You don't. But I, I think sure. the Giants are good enough to keep a lot of a lot of games close, but they're not really good enough to put anybody away and just to outright win. But we all know what's going to happen with the Bucks. They're going to get up big on the Bucks. The Bucks uh-huh. are going to come back and fall short like they always do. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Should we take bets on who will actually be quarterbacking for the Bucks in that game? No, 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 <laughs> no! Don't touch it. Let Don't it do die. It. Let it die. Let it go. Let it die. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang it! Because it's true. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Oh come on, me! There's no chance of. Does mean I can't put money money on Ryan Griffin starting for them? <laughs> Come on, man. No no chance. Well, maybe. Are you saying there's a chance? Maybe if both Fitzmagic and Winston suck so bad, maybe they will go to him. 
Or maybe they'll just go to Trent Dilfer, thinking he still plays there. Well, you, you know what you know what Tampa Bay could do. They could go ahead and sign up. Uh, There's a dude, Arthur Posey, in New Orleans, right? Since I mean, look, Tampa Bay man, they like to throw bombs. So, Mister <laughs> Posey was arrested after making an alleged bomb threat at a restaurant, but he claims he was referring to his bowel movement. Yep. Got into a heated, I mean, the, this guy got into a heated exchange with an employee at Willie's Chicken Shack. You already know you're in trouble when. Willie's Chicken Shack. <laughs> All right. Posey told, Posey told police that he told an employee he was going to blow the bathroom up. And they took it as a bomb threat. So, you know what? For Thanksgiving, here's your accidental turkey PSA. Don't tell anybody you're going to blow the bathroom up. Or they're going to call the popos on you. And you're gonna be taken out. You're gonna be thrown in the paddy wagon for a bomb threat. The hell! <laughs> so look, don't let it, don't let it go that way. Yes. Although honestly, that was probably more deserving of a let me poop. Yeah, that was that. That's pretty much let it poop. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. If someone said that to us, I'd be like, don't forget to spray when you're done. I mean, that's about the extent of that. Courtesy flush. It's all about the courtesy flush. Dude, I'm I'm a believer. After that one time, man, busting up the ba- the, the toilet at work, man, if I got a triple flush, I triple flush. It's like, it's like horse racing. It's a triple crown, man. It's going down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Turd is the word. Those are gone, and you have your your initial initial wipes, and then you got your you know you got your finisher set, and then everything's flush, 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 boom. Then nothing's getting jacked up, backed up, or overflowing, bro. None of it. <coughs> well, how do we stumble upon this crap hole? Hmm. <laughs> That does remind me, though, of a story I meant to tell you. So, and Shannon, (laughs) you'll probably appreciate this more than anybody, but Logan, of course, is my son Logan is four, and uh, he's he's been potty trained forever. I don't even remember the last time I had to change a diaper on him, which is phenomenal. You know, he, he can go, he can go number one, he can go number two, man. But when he's at home, for whatever reason, when he poops... He likes to say, Daddy, Daddy, come on, help me. I'm like, what do you need help with? You know how to wipe. And he's like, no, help me out. So he, you know, I have to go wipe him up. And uh, so the other day, we're down in the bathroom. He, you know, drop, drops bombs. Oh, I mean, blows up the Oh, no, we can't say that. Um, <laughs> I mean. Easy there, Josh. Easy there. Popo's going to get called him. My son's making bomb threats, man. Uh, blowing up the bathroom. The only person that I would call the popos on for blowing up a bathroom is Barfwin for that time he <laughs> yacked up and jacked up the toilet and then left a stick in there or some shit. That was messed up. Or as Mike Tyson might say, that was messed up. But th- that was wrong. Yes. That was wrong. But anyway, so Logan, Logan th- you know, goes to the bathroom, calls me in. I can't believe I'm telling the story in a podcast, but that that's the time of night it is, and that's what you get. Turkey, turkey time PSA, man. Triple flush hat trick, man. Hat trick. Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Flush it on down, man. 
so you know, I ask him, and of course, Sarah's upstairs. She goes, Justin, he knows how to wipe. And I'm like, Logan, you know how to wipe. What do you need the help for? And he looks at me and he says, I don't like to get my hands dirty. That little that little sucker calls me in to wipe his butt because he don't want to do it. Oh no. I'm like, man, what's lazy? I was like, what the hell? I don't mind doing the courtesy, the wet wipe, the courtesy wet wipe. Now granted, I gotta do the laundry, so you know. Uh, I make sure he's the proverbial clean as a whistle. I'm a big believer in a thorough swipe right. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to do I it right. You. you know, you don't want any trail runners or dingleberries or you, you know what I mean? You no don't, streaks. You, you don't want to go streaking. <laughs> you you want to leave the schmear on the bagels, but nowhere else. <laughs> you know what I'm it's important. It's, it's important. So, but I can't believe he for real turns around and looks at me as like, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I mean, come on. It's, it's what you wash your hands for, bro. Did you go Sam Jackson on him? Get the F out of my face with <laughs> I, that I don't, stuff. I don't, I don't think I can go Sam Jackson on him yet. I mean, he's four. He's four. I can't do that yet. But that time is probably, it's not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I, man, I gotta say, this is turning into a real shit show, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's what happens, man. Oh, hell with it. That's what I'm gonna say next time he asks me to wipe his butt. <laughs> poop, you idiot. Poop cast at this point. Yeah. <laughs> poop cast. <laughs> uh, anyway. Terrible. All right. Well, that was really the end of that story. We'll move on to... Uh, <laughs> move on to thanks, things. Logan. Yeah, thanks a lot. The, joy, the joys of parenting. The things that I never would have thought would have been relevant. And he said that loud enough... By the way, he said that loud enough for Sarah to hear him up in the kitchen, and she started laughing. Because he, he never calls her to do it. Just me. It's a dick move, by the way. What makes it even better... Is when he jumps off the toilet, um, he he goes ahead and he does, you know, he'll lean up against the wall and stick his butt out at me. Like, yeah, hey, here's my butt. Can you come wipe it up? Like, for real, man. The things you do as a parent that you never, you, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm like, did, did Whitfield model that for you? I don't know where he even learned this position. Oh, no. Dude, the rate you're it's, going, are you sure we don't want to rename this, the podcast the Sports Poo? I mean... It's, it's, it's Soiler Alert. Soiler Alert. I mean, it's not like we've flown a lot and you got TSA'd, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Anyway... <laughs> swipe right, swipe right. Yep, dropping bombs, blowing up the bathroom. Lord. I still love the fact there is a news story about a guy that said he he threatened to blow the bathroom up, but he didn't mean explosives. I can't believe. How do you? How are you so like not up on like Urban Dictionary that you don't know what that means? Like, it, I don't know. Like, if I'm if I'm a what was it? What was it? A Waffle House? Not not like a regular Waffle House, but like someone's chicken and yeah, Waffle Will, House. Willie's Chicken Shack. That's what it was. Willie's Chicken Shack. Yeah, Willie's Chicken like, Shack. 
Like, come on, man. You you should know what that means. Come on, man. It's playing dumb at this point. I, you know what? I, here's This is what this stuff makes me think of. You know, in misinterpretations and taking things out of context. And earlier this week, I don't know if I sent it to you guys in the sports group. Excuse me, the sports group chat. What, where are we at time-wise? Oh, my Lord. We're, we're okay. Long time at one. Um, oh, Lord, it's almost one thirty. My God, we should probably take a break. Uh, how's everybody's drinks looking? Um, could use a refill. I could also use a refill. I got to I finished my monster Gronk. Oh, nope. There's a little bit left. A little bit left. And it's gone. And it's gone. And that, that's finito. I'm trying to decide if I should make another, um, I went old school, dude. I got the Dr. Pepper and I mixed it with the, uh, hundo. Nice. Oh, it's been a while since I've had that. Oh, oh my God. It's so good. Delicious. It's so good. Randy, are you working tomorrow? Yeah, but I'm getting out early. Nice. Oh, that's a win. That's a win. Uh, why don't we take a break and we'll come back? We, we obviously we still have a couple of games to talk about and some other salute things. Salute o'clock. And we got to do a salute o'clock. But we're at a, we're at a buck oh nine. So this is a good this is a good time to take a take a breather, get some refills, come back, pick back up. I guess it really, yeah. I mean, we're going to end a segment with me talking about wiping my son's butt. So, <laughs> file under things I never thought I'd discuss in the podcast. Chapter five. <laughs> double shit happens. Yeah, du- double dong is chapter one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that podcast yeah. all too well. I I still I can remember how much I hurt the day after from that. The the uh, the dong show is a classic, dude. That that's thought Shane was gonna fall out of the chair. Yeah, that's all timer. That's a, that's an absolute. I don't think I've ever laughed any harder, no. and no pun intended, at a podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! That that, that was that was an and that timer. was an IFL science story we saw. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 and oh. Shane, are you trying to bring Double Dong back up? What are you what are you, what are you, saying? <laughs> what are you saying here? I don't know. Randy brought it back up, so I don't know. Oh, Is that right. to raise from the dead? <laughs> so in honor in honor of uh the our memories of uh Double Dong, I want you to know that there's a conference. <laughs> the Neural Information Processing Systems Conference. That's right. NIPS. <laughs> 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 wow! There's an AI conference that they had. They ended up with a name controversy over the acronym in a protest <laughs> because they've gone by NIPS. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't imagine what's wrong with that. Uh, so there were lots oh, of jo- lots of jokes over the years, but I-, I like this line on Gizmodo. The matter stirred a fever pitch in 2017 when the conference was preceded by an unofficial pre-conference named Tits. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, anyway. So they, they've changed their name. They've changed their name. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, I mean, those are some conferences I can get by. <laughs> yeah, Tits and Nips. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> was it? Liquor in the front, poker in the rear? Uh, but now, so they've changed it, and now it's Neurips, so which isn't quite as fun to say. But uh, I did like one of my favorite user comments. Unfortunately, the rebranded Task Force for Artificial Intelligence and Neural Technologies wasn't much better. What does that spell? Taint. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey y'all i'm going to the taint conference i'll see you at taint nips and taint that's that's my weekend <laughs> oh. all right anyway a top artificial intelligent conference will change its acronym oh man gosh <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, that can't be real, right? <laughs> but it was. It it's was. not an Onion article, is it? <laughs> no. No, that was on Gizmodo. That is not an Onion article. That That is that is, that is legitimate. Legitimate. So, see you later, Nips. <laughs> Nips. <laughs> on that. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we have the sports brew keyword, sports and brew. Uh, and stupidity. That's probably another keyword in, in there somewhere. Or the sports poo, as Randy so eloquently uh, put earlier, put it earlier. But anyway, uh, look, you can find us on uh, Podbean, our home feed, obviously iTunes, Stitcher Radio, a lot of sportscaster.com, uh, some other things. That's some random services. But keywords of sports and brew. Uh, as always, we have a good time. We certainly hope you do as well. Uh, mixed in with a serious sports talk. And these slices of complete stupidity. Why we find it as entertaining as we do, I don't know. Other than I blame it on the alcohol. But anyway, we'll be right back. And we'll pick back up with some NFL stuff. And Lord knows, something else stupid. Because that's what we do. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a minute. And uh, Lord knows uh, Randy's sitting here debating the Belgian quad and Shannon's over there checking the weather, turtling up perhaps, depending on the, how the wind's blowing. <laughs> uh, hey, man, look, Shannon, don't be contributing to that beach erosion, okay? <laughs> uh, but I guess on that note, we should go ahead and uh, we might as well kick off segment two with a little salute o'clock, man. Why not? Just for good measure. Look. Uh, Lord knows it, that this segment might be trouble because this is a rarity these days. This is something I, I used to do all the time, but it's a rare treat that I'm doubling up on the mixed drink in the Yeti. You know what I'm saying? Hey, now. So I made a second Hundo and Dr. Pepper. So uh, I might get a little saucy and silly by the end of segment two, but um, <laughs> I guess we—I we, mean, we already talked about me wiping my son's butt. So, what difference does it make? Can't get much worse than that. Not really. Well, well. It, it can. It can. I know, famous last words. Yeah. Let's get salute clock in and see where it goes, dude. So uh, I'm rocking a Pocahoptus. From center of the universe. Always, I love this beer, by the way. I love the Pocahoptus beer. So good. And then uh, I referenced it already, but I'm totally rocking the 100 Proof Captain, or I like to call it the Hundo, uh, with some Dr. Pepper, which I just, I love. What is it, 23 flavors? Man, I love that 24th one when it's rum, dude. <laughs> so I'm um, right there with you. Yeah, double it up on that bad boy. So we this this might be uh hey, look, I'm off tomorrow, my you know what I mean? It's it's Thanksgiving break. I'm off the rest. I got five days off, dude. So uh if I'm wrecking shop a little bit with the Hundo, it's okay, man. Uh yes, but that, that's what I got, bro. Shannon, what you, what are you uh raising a glass to tonight? Oh, what you got what you got, I man? Am- Gonna actually go double up as well. I'm rocking the Founders CBS, eleven point six percent, which is Ooh. a very tasty beverage. That's a strong one, brother. Yes, it is. Barrel aged and all, and 
costs a pretty penny, but it's fucking That's worth okay. it. It tastes really good. Look at you dropping F bombs. It must be worth it. <laughs> That's a rarity for you. Uh, and uh, cleaning up with the uh, Richmond Hardywood Lager. Yeah. So, See, you just, know what? If, if we ever had enough money to have a brewery, we would have to like name beers after moments in sports brew history. So there would be like the Swipe Right IPA. Although, honestly, actually, you know what? Star Hill has a Swipe Right. So um, I guess we can't do that one. Uh, well, I guess we could. It would just mean something different. <laughs> I think I, I think theirs was a Tinder reference. Ours is not a Tinder reference. Um, but the, like the BSE Belgian Quad, uh, you know, I'm sure we could find we could find something. Oh, we can. If we we really sat down and thought about it, we could have some fun naming naming our beers. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Soiler Alert! I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, you know, I, I'd vote for the pension off a load IPA. Pension off a loaf IPA. There you go. <laughs> yeah, or the rub one out triple. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Or the or the the failhorn fatty ale. Oh, there you go. Mm. There you go. That'd be good too. Yeah, man. Uh, anyway, we'll have to re. Maybe we should. Maybe we should take a poll. Wait a second. That's what e- she easy said. There. <laughs> easy now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Randy, what you got, bro? I have a uh, Champion Brewing Folk. Uh, Folk Festival Session IPA. Say that three times fast, would you? I know, right? No, I'm not going to attempt it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm a fan of Champion, man. They they have some really good beers. I'm uh, uh, real fond of their Missile IPA, by the way. But they've got some they've got some good ones. And uh, if you haven't been there, if you guys take a road trip, and Randy, I would I would certainly encourage you and Penny to do this if you haven't done it before. Uh, but to do a little um, little drive up to Charlottesville and then head up to the 151. And if you stop in Charlottesville, you can totally do Star Hill and Champion. There's, there's probably some other ones I'm forgetting about. Um, South Street. South, yeah, South, South Street, yeah. Because uh, I think South Street has Satan's Pony. Isn't that South Street? Oh, yes. Uh, they got that, that is one. a good beer. Yeah. Very good. So beer. you could totally split that up, man, and, and do like a Charlottesville stop, and then you do the 151 run. Although, I, I don't know who you designate as the DD, the designated dummy to have to be sober for that tour, but... Uh, well worth it. Although I still think we're going to have to load up. I don't know that we can load up the pilot. We might have to load up the minivan and do a 151 run. You know, that way Mark, Mark and Todd can nap together. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Yeah. That way they Uh, can nap. Did I tell you about the time that Todd? Yeah. Yeah, you did. It's, he, he probably had too many of those, um, pigs in a blanket or the bean he probably ate all the weenie beanie weenies <laughs> in the blanket and they had the nap and the nap on the run man tell the truth tootie. <laughs> oh man good times but uh no it's 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 well worth it but uh champion's a good stop man so and and charlottesville's not a bad drive yeah charlottesville's not a bad drive. i mean the 151 run that that's a little bit of a hike if you do the whole thing but um, if you just want to, you know, get out and sample some stuff, you can totally just make a little, uh, run around in Charlottesville and then go to, um, go to beer run. There's a store in Charlottesville, uh, beer run is what it's called. And they've got a ton of really good stuff. You can totally hang out, hang out in, the, in there, get a meal, 
if you want. They've got some stuff uh, on tap, but it's uh, it's almost like the uh, like the, it's like a combination of a really nice beer store with you know like a, a decent restaurant mixed in with it. So uh, it's a nice stop. So in Charlottesville, from us in Richmond, eh, about an hour. So totally worth it. One fifty one, baby. One fifty one. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it. I was actually, I was actually, I was actually a little pissed. We had to miss a swim meet this weekend, and um, the guys actually got together, and it was in Waynesboro, and they actually went to uh, Wild Wolf for dinner. Oh, oh. Boo. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> but you know. Outer Banks, Wild Wolf. Well, I, th- I think you, I think you came out ahead on that one. Yeah, I think I won that one. Yeah, I would, still, I, I would say, you're, you're doing all right, bro. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm drinking a lot. Yeah, ain't no zero point zero here, baby. Zero point zero. <laughs> Not tonight, buddy. I think Not. we're at about a point two at this point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll see how I am after uh, Rod Gardner. Number. Well, the first one wasn't a Rod Gardner. This one I had a little bit of a heavy hand pouring, so. This one might get me into a smidge of trouble. Well, that's, that's what okay. we did. Well, that's what we tried. Speaking of trouble, yeah, what you the, got, Red, the Redskins are in a bit of trouble right now. Oh, you know what? Very unfortunate. I did mean to dedicate, I did mean to raise a glass to Alex Smith. Um, oh, <laughs> that's brutal. And, and, you know, it, it sucks, man. He's, he's such a likable dude, and I know I didn't – it's not like I was like, yay, I'm so happy they signed him. I mean, uh, you know, I was I was relatively nonplussed about the whole thing. But Alex Smith, the person, Alex Smith, the locker room leader, and, and all of those things, I mean, it, you, you're only going to hear positive things about that guy. And uh, it really is such a shame. And so uh, I was going to – I meant to dedicate this little clock to Alex Smith's leg. Uh, honestly, which is is really kind of ter- terrible in its own right, but uh, a broken fibula and tibia, and it's still just amazingly, incredibly bizarre that it's 33 years to the day that Joe Theismann's leg was broken by Lawrence Taylor. I mean, it, it, what, what I mean, like, what kind of crazy statistical anomaly does it take for that to happen? There were a ton, and I I retweeted it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pull that up real quick, but it was 33 years to the day. To the day. And the score of the game was the exact same score. Final score was the exact same score, except the Redskins won that one and they lost this uh, one. But it was, the, it was the same score. It happened roughly in the same area of the field. Yep. And J.J. Watt was involved in this hit. I but I see... Both broke their tibia and fibula, uh-huh. exact same date. Uh-huh. Both did at the forty-yard line. Uh-huh. Both were in their thirties. Uh-huh. Both games ended with the same score. Both weeks now and then, Detroit and Pittsburgh won. Cincinnati and Tampa lost. Both finished with three hundred and one attempts on the season. Damn, that's insane. And both were done. Uh, there was a three-time defensive, like uh, I think NFL defensive MVP. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lawrence Taylor is an all-timer. JJ oh. Watt is an all-timer. He is. Uh, somebody was saying, like, if JJ Watt's career ended now, would he be a Hall of Famer? And I think the answer yes. is yes. Yes. I think the answer is yes. Because <clears throat> you, I don't think you, you know, like, I. This is always. We'll get back to Alex Smith in a second. I'm a believer that if you can't talk about an era of football without somebody being part of it, that they're in the Hall of Fame discussion, unless unless it's for a really bad reason. 
but generally if their production and their impact in the game um, is of that level and J.J. Watts is, then I think they're Hall of Fame worthy. He's got production. He's got name recognition. He does great stuff off the field. He's media likable. You can maybe you can knock him for you know they haven't really accomplished a lot in the playoffs, but uh, you know football football's a team sport, buddy. He ain't had a quarterback till Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and they're on a seven game win streak, yeah. and quite frankly, they're going to make it eight on Monday night. So I, I would expect. I would imagine the Texans will be eight and three. They'll be in that three or four hole, depending on you know New England, Pittsburgh, and good lord, if Pittsburgh the loses hole. a couple, are we back to Randy's Belgian quad? <laughs> hey, I mean, dude, Houston, if if the shine can keep progressing, are we going Katy Perry dark horse at this point? I don't know, but you know. <laughs> We haven't done the Katy Perry in a long time. That was a staple for a little while. Was uh, yeah. Look, man, I feel bad. Back to Alex Smith. Yeah, back to Alex Smith yeah. and uh, Randy. You know, I mean, you're a Forty ers fan, so you know you had a pretty long run with Alex Smith, and he handled the transition to Kaepernick. He handled that well. He had a good little run in Kansas City, and he handled being a mentor to Mahomes well and here he is in DC and there wasn't anybody that was coming to take that man's job you know signed a good contract uh certainly for him and he and he gets take you know what I mean it's just such a shame for a guy that's he's had a good career you can argue with the production you can make the old game manager references but I don't think you'll find anybody that would argue against the quality of who Alex Smith is as a person, as a locker room presence, as a mentor. You know what I mean? You can maybe you can you can nitpick or fault certain things as a, as a quarterback, but I mean he's a, he's a good player, but he's also a really really high caliber person. And so I think that you know in like Gruden's press you know post game presser, he's talking about yeah the physical part of it the football part of it but that he you know you talk about being heartbroken for Alex Smith the person cuz it's such a tough it's such a tough spot and such a tough th- thing to see him go through that and so you really feel for him but i, I guess as you know somebody that obviously ha- has seen a lot of Alex Smith I'm just kind of curious what your perspective is on the injury and what that might mean for excuse me for uh the rest of his career or you know is this the end of alex smith i don't believe it is given how medic you know how <clears throat> medicine is and how technology is and sports medicine in general how far it's come since yeah. you know since theisman was a quarterback i think it's possible for him to come back now will he be the same i don't know cuz <clears throat> we all know he is an athletic quarterback so he's yes he can make plays with his legs, but yes. this is going to be different. I, and the thing is, is you're, I've seen him from the, the very beginning when just, as we talked about earlier, how important coaching is <clears throat> to a player's development mm-hmm. <clears throat> and watching him develop over the years, watching how, even though it was only one year under North Turner, how he turned a corner and started playing better. And then when he finally had Harbaugh as a coach and how he finally, became a competent starter who, yeah, he didn't make mistakes. He didn't try to – he didn't just try to force balls in there. He, Uh-oh. 
I was waiting to see if Shane was well, paying attention. <laughs> well, you said balls. Forcing balls in there. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> and he actually, and when he, you know, got he had the concussion and Kaepernick took over, and he just he he was a team player about it. So yeah. to and to see him go to Kansas City, have some success. No, and knowing his days were numbered be- when Mahomes was drafted, and that he got to get a chance to start elsewhere, you know, it, just to see how far he's come has been great. Especially since he was so young when he actually came into the league, he was only twenty. So it, it's just, it's it's such a shame to see such a, a a such a good player, such an established player, go down with an injury like that. It's very very disheartening, just because. He was, you know, he was. He finally, he finally made it. That's kind of the way I yeah. look at it. Granted, yeah, it's not like he's got a Super Bowl ring or led a team to the Super Bowl, even though came pretty close with the Niners the one year. Well, if Kaepernick could have hit Randy Moss, they probably would have had a ring. <laughs> yeah, very true. But at this point, I'm pretty sure he'll be ready to go next year. I just don't know if he's going to be the same athletic quarterback that. We all know he is. I, I think he's gonna. You're gonna see him hang in the pocket a little bit more until he's sure that he can take off without feeling any pain. Because the fact you had to go in for surgery the day after the injury that says that shows the severity. Oh, I mean, it, it was a spiral fracture. I mean, it, it's nasty. I mean, his his injury was it was a con, you know his lower leg injury was a compound fracture, which means the bone broke through the skin. And he had surgery Sunday night, and the trauma surgeons discovered a spiral fracture, which is defined as a, a long bone broken by a rotational force. Oh, but that's a six to eight. JJ that's a what? yeah. That's a six to eight month rehab. That's what that is. So, you know, and I got to give props to JJ Watt because he went out on Twitter and he was like, "I feel gutted by this because." You could tell he actually felt bad that it was his hit that caused the injury. Yeah. And, you know, unlike Lawrence Taylor back in the day, who would have been like, who gives a shit? Well, LT was probably back LT, in the day. He might have been doing lines of coke. Do you remember LT's reaction, Randy, when he did that to Theisman? I was actually a little. That was actually before I started watching football. Okay, so. His reaction is he put his hands on his head like, oh, my God, what the hell did I just do? And he signaled to the Redskins sideline. And he's like, I just broke this dude. Like, he was crushed. Like, he, he he's basically the same reaction almost J.J. Watt. I don't think J.J. Watt understood what he did until it happened. But if you YouTube Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann, mm-hmm. watch his rea- immediate reaction after he tackles him once he realizes what he what happened to Theismann's leg. And, and you'll see. Now, I don't know, maybe Lawrence was high on coke at that point. Who knows? And I just had a horrible thought mm-hmm. enter my head. Justin. Uh-oh. Will Alex Smith be able to shake this off? <laughs> I, at least you didn't say. I'm well, not- at least you didn't say his leg broke free. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs>
had me worried there for a second, Shannon. I'm like, oh no, what the hell is he thinking? <laughs> We're all going to hell at this point, dude. I'm afraid he was not able to shake off that injury and play. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Well, that leg was flopping around a little bit, so. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's, well, I, that's seeing just, that hit is just. That's in not, all seriousness, that's though, not nice. Shannon, you know if he could. You know it. <laughs> and this break. Anyway, uh, uh, that's not we're all, nice. We're all going to hell at this point. Well, our our ride to uh, hey, look, Shannon, we're gonna do them all. It was a bang bang play. Come on, man. Every every. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Now that they every use that single song one. in a commercial, I can never look at that commercial the same way because I know what we how we use it. Which, which one? <laughs> it's like what is it like some car commercial? I think they use it now. Bang. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that playing in the commercial. I'm like, I, no, I know what, what we use that for. Sorry, I can't yeah. look at this commercial the same way. That's terrible. <laughs> <sighs> can't do it. <laughs> but you nope. did it, Shannon. You did it. Yeah, did. you, you did. did it. Thanks. I did. Thanks, he went McGuffin. To, he, he just went and had to go do it live. You know what can I say? <laughs> oh, oh, McGuffin's all like. Hey, hey, Justin, yeah. I blame it on the al- al- alcohol. <laughs> the uh, 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 alcohol. <laughs> hey, I ain't a rapper, man. I can't do that shit. Oh, the struggle is real, brother. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, anyway. Sir. Do you remember when we, oh, do you remember when we, when we used to open the podcast to this? This was like the intro song, like way back when, early on. <laughs> we had actually been drunk for the podcast. Oh yeah, no, we yeah, we were lit. <laughs> we were lit like a Christmas tree, starting these things up. That was part of the fun. That was part of the Dude, fun. I, I love hey. that you put your Christmas tree up and had blue under it. That that was yeah. uh, that was awesome. Blue blue Christmas. Oh, it, blue it, Christmas, baby. Yeah, it was a great picture. I had to take it. Sarah thought I was being a little bit funny, and I, for a second I thought she was kidding about putting the tree up. But I was like, ah, you know what? Let's do it. You know why not? But uh, who cares? <laughs> nobody cares. It's your house. Your it, rules. It is no rules. Don't like it? Move along. <laughs> No rules, just right. Like Outback. Yeah. There you go. Well, freaking dog. Yeah. Um, I, but look, all, all kidding aside, I feel for Alex Smith. Uh, Likeable guy. And, and I don't know how far that team would have gotten this year. I mean, they had to win some ugly football games. But um, it's just it's just a shame for him. You know, and he's he's been a good team player in a lot of tough situations. And I know, no, I I DVR games, so it's pretty rare that I watch a live football game these days. Usually, I'm an hour behind, two hours behind, sometimes three hours behind, sometimes half a day behind, and then I'll I'll kind of catch up, watch it fast forward or whatever. But it's just it's just the way things are. But I knew something was amiss, (laughs) something was awry 
when my phone was blowing up. And so Jesse was like, are you live? And I was like, no. And he's like, all right, message me when a play happens that makes you queasy. And I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> what goes wrong? <laughs> and so I figured it was either Abe here or Alex Smith. So in this case, obviously, it ended up being Alex Smith. And then we started messaging back and forth. Side note, side note, I can't believe that Mark Sanchez is now a Redskin. That's so weird. Uh, I hope he never sees the field. I really yeah, do. I hope he doesn't see the field either. I mean, I, uh, Colt didn't look too bad, no. so we'll see what happens. Colt, Colt's I, capable. He's capable. Colt, Colt is capable, and if anybody can go down and beat Dallas and you know get a, get a win in Texas, it should be Colt McCoy, um, who go. who has the most Texas name ever. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Shannon, and maybe you don't know this off the top of your head, but didn't he have like some incredible record with? It, it was UT, wasn't it? Yes. Did, didn't didn't he have like the most wins or something for like a chunk of time? I don't know if he still does. Didn't didn't he have a couple of wins records? Maybe he had the most wins in Texas Stadium or something, or like at Dallas Stadium. It was something goofy. Maybe those are just jokes. But I mean, that dude that dude had a hell of a collegiate career. Um, he didn't lose a lot of. He did not lose a lot of games. No. Um, he no. He, he he followed Vince Young at Texas. Kept his shirt on though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, here's a th- here's the thing, man. You know, Colt McCoy, he's been there. Uh I think the team believes in him. And he's a plugger. You know what I mean? He's a plugger, he's a grinder. And uh I don't know how much of a drop off I you know, what's the difference between him and Alex Smith running the offense? I, I don't know. In the short term, they're gonna be fine. In the long term, over the long haul, the rest of the season, I'm sure whatever limitations that are, that are there will will come out and present themselves, depending on the team's you know scheme against them and scheme against him. Uh, but I, I think at least on a short week against Dallas, down in Dallas, I think it's I like their chances. I think the team will rally up behind him. Now, can he execute that? Are they going to deliver? We'll see. But I like their chances. At least for one week. Here's the thing. If, if they can beat Dallas this week, you know New Orleans is going to beat Dallas the following week. Well, they get it's it's Dallas and it's Philly, if I remember correctly. So. So they, they got to split. They got to split that. They here's can't, the thing. They can't drop both of those. Hey, Chris Thompson's going to have to get some carries in this game. Because mm-hmm. AP, I mean... He just went against Houston's defensive line. He's going to be bruised up a little bit, but I think this has got to be a run-heavy game for the Redskins. Mm-hmm. Um, that that offensive line, it, it's going to be an old-school NFC East game with the run game. Some, I mean, let's be. I saw somebody with a score prediction of six to two. I laughed. Yes, <laughs> and, and it was. A, <laughs> I think I tweeted it out. It was uh, Darren Ravel or somebody. It was mm-hmm. during the Rams-Chiefs game. But, my God, we're going to get into that game here in a minute. I know. I know. We haven't even talked <laughs> but, about it. That, that was arguably the best regular season game, most dramatic regular season game we've probably ever seen. And we haven't even talked about it. <laughs> I agree nuts. with you, Shannon, that it needs to be one of those games where the Redskins play ball control mm-hmm. and basically Phil force p- Dallas yes. to be, have Dak beat them. Field position. 
And yeah. it's a it's a field position defense run game, play action off the run. Uh, Jordan Reed, don't blow an ACL or a hamstring or whatever on a route. Vernon Davis, stop butterballing your the balls thrown towards you. I mean, my God, the Redskins may have actually won that game had homeboy not butterballed a couple of open passes. Well, you know, <clears throat> one thing I will say about the Redskins and the Texans, uh, well, actually three. Number one, uh, I don't know if that was a bad route or, or Jordan Reed broke off or whatever it was, but on that Alex Smith throw to Reed in the end zone, that, got, that, that ended up being like a 102-yard pick six or whatever it was mm-hmm. by Reed. I don't know who who went wrong. Something went wrong on that one, uh, but that made it it was because it was ten seven. Yeah. So you figure worst case scenario they should be able to get a field. Well, given kicking the NFL this year, you never know. <laughs> but you figure worst case. Generally speaking, yeah, you figure you have the opportunity. Worst case scenario, you go figure it's ten ten going into half, and they had. I mean, they were in a prime position to score. So that's a big deal because it goes from being ten seven with them in position to score to being seventeen to seven. That was a big, big, big point swing. That was tough. So you have that, and then you have that weirdo Josh Norman penalty. I think he was called for holding or something, and it was just it was a strange play. I want to say Watson was running, and they're over there just. I want to say it was uh, Hopkins. And they're just like standing there, and he, he tugs his jersey, but they're both standing up. It was just, and they flagged him. It was weird. And then you had the one at the very end where people are like, you know, essentially teabagging Josh Dotson in the head as the ball's flying down to him and their balls, the football, all the balls are flying at Josh Dotson. And they don't call anything. Look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're going to call a game tight, call the game tight. Mm-hmm. Don't call a game really tight and then all of a sudden let everything go. Don't do that. I know it's late game, and, and they get a little bit more permissive, and they let some stuff slide late game. I get it. But that was egregious. I mean, they were all over Josh Dotson. They were all over that dude. And maybe he maybe he doesn't get the benefit of the call because he hasn't done a whole bunch in the NFL. Uh, but they were climbing the ladder on that dude's head. Come on, man. That was That was a little bit excessive. And that's really the difference between... I was surprised he went for the field goal. I mean, 63, if I remember correctly. That's a long damn field goal. And the first time I saw the replay, I thought it bounced off the uprights. I didn't realize that it was, it was actually well short. But that non-call for P.I. made a huge difference in field position for that field goal attempt. And it, it's just too bad. Just too yeah, bad. the camera angle that was it was crazy. I'm like going, is he all of a sudden it looked like it? Yeah, literally bounced off, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't realize he had that kind of leg. And then they showed, and then they showed it again. Like, you're like, oh. oh yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's well short. It bounced about halfway in the end zone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's like this. I think the second straight win for Houston, where they basically came down to the other team missing a field goal at the end of the game, which is crazy to think about. It is. It is, it is, but yeah, the the biggest loss here is really Alex Smith. But yeah, you know Colt McCoy, I think will certainly be able to man the ship, if you will, and and we'll see what they do with it. I I like their chances at least this week against Dallas, and then if, if Philly is the dumpster fire we think that they are, then you know maybe they end up being okay. Uh, I st- I think they still have the weakest opponent schedule of anybody in the nfc east at least by win percentage 
but they do, they do. You know, and I, I think it, it's not even close. So, I mean, the division is there for the taking. It is. Do you, if if you want it, look, if you want it, if you want it, look, look the the makeshift offensive line, duct tape offensive line, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. God, do your jobs. You know. Oh. Not easy to not easy against Dallas. I mean, it wasn't easy the first time against Dallas. A couple of uh, lucky breaks here and there. But, I mean, the thing is, you're both on a short week. You're both going to have the same game plan. It's just a matter of, you know, which quarterback's going to make a few more throws. You know, which team runs better. Exactly. You know, I mean, if, if, you know, if Zeke is rolling, then they're going to have their, they're going to have a tough time. Absolutely. For sure. But Zeke AP, if they can cancel each other out, who's going to be that person that steps up? Yeah, that's tricky. A couple of news and notes, a little fun factoids, I guess, if you will. It's probably more relevant. Um, the Redskins did polish off a drive late in that game with a seven-yard Adrian Peterson touchdown run. All right, that's when they went up 21-20. That was AP's 105th career rushing touchdown. He actually passed John Riggins. For yep. sixth all time. So kudos to him for that one. Still one of the most incredible stats I remember in recent history. Uh, when the Redskins took the lead in that game, that was the first lead change of the entire season <laughs> for the Redskins. The entire year. To, Crazy. To be down and then take the lead in the game. Bananas. Bananas. Uh, looking at the the Redskins schedule, obviously we've got the Cow- <laughs> at the Cowboys, then mm-hmm. at the Eagles, but mm-hmm. then they're at home with the Giants, the Giants. Mm-hmm. So we'll, and then you got at Jacksonville, e. and then at and then at Tennessee, and then home against the Eagles to finish the season. All right. So four division games to f- on the back half of the season. Yeah, we'll see if Jacksonville's laid down by then. If they if they do that, if they start mailing it in, you never quite know. And uh, there's certainly plenty enough talented uh, defensively to bushwhack them if they play up and if they play to their strengths. Uh, I'd like to believe that Col- the Colts going to come in and, and give them a shot. I just I hope the run game's right because they're going to have to ball control people. They're going to have to win <clears throat> ugly. They're going to they're gonna have to grind it out, uh, and I hope that they can do that. But I joked around it before. If you're going to suck, man, just go ahead and suck. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, blow it up. If you have to, just blow it up. <laughs> uh, side note: uh, Have y'all seen that random stupid ass Pepsi commercial with the Panthers, like where everybody in the stadium cracks open a Pepsi? I really dislike that commercial. <clears throat> oh, it's it's a it's yeah. a it's a terrible commercial. But hey, Charles Barkley just called. He said it's yeah. terrible. Tur- terrible. It's terrible. terrible. They deserve to have Graham Gano miss a 34-yard <clears throat> field goal for that damn commercial. For real. I hate I hate that commercial so much. I still can't I believe it. the Lions pulled that one out. Oh, dude, I thought the given the beatdown oh. the Panthers took at the hands of the Steelers, I thought they were going to hammer the Lions as a little bit of a payback. But you keep in mind, Gano not only missed the 34-yard field goal, he missed the extra point. Yep. That's that was his third extra point miss of the year. That's inexcusable. Come on, man. I always like the old riverboat Ron. 
It always makes me laugh when Old I see Riverboat. Riverboat Ron, buddy. Uh, but as Herm Edwards said, you know, you play to win the game. I don't mind them going for it. I really don't. Particularly given Gano's struggles. All right. It's just too bad that Newton sailed that ball over over the guy's head. He had five seconds, man. He had all the time. He in had the a world, football man. eternity back there. Eternity in football. That that's on Cam. He just mm-hmm. That's a bad throw, buddy. It. He, it was a bad pass. He overthrew it. Guy was wide open in the end zone. He just needed to place it in his arms, and he was hey, done. I guess Cam need uh, you know Cam Newton needed to take a page out of uh, the Ravens Lamar Jackson playbook. <laughs> run, run that thing in there. Twenty-seven rushes, by the way, the most rushes by any quarterback in the Super Bowl era. Did you know? Um, Good Lord. Did you know that the Ravens had an 11-play, 75-yard touchdown drive, and every single one of the 11 plays were rushing plays? That's amazing in this day and age. Yeah. What are they, like Georgia Tech? Is this, yeah. Is this the triple option? What the hell? Uh, By the way, Baltimore. Yeah. While we appreciate Lamar Jackson running the ball 27 times. That's too much, buddy. It's not sustainable. It is not at all. It's not sustainable. Dude, Fournette, 28 carries in week 11. Saquon Barkley, 27 carries in week 11. David Johnson, 25. Ezekiel Elliott, 23. Lamar Jackson, 27. Yep. Can't do it. Can't do it that many times. Can't do it. It's too much. Uh, I love the gamesmanship on Lamar's part, but... I don't even think he ever did that in college in one game. Probably not, but, you know, you just slide, get out of bounds, don't take as many hits. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Um, exactly. If they keep trying to do this, what's going to happen is RG3 is going to end up coming in. Oh, yay. Well, Baltimore's game plan against Cincinnati was... Easy. It was run the ball as many times as possible. You know, whether it's Alex Collins, Lamar Jackson, Gus, whatever the dude's Edwards. name is, Edwards. Who run I put the in ball. To pick up. Because that, that defense had given up, what, two or three games in a row of 500 yards of offense? And you're not going to have Joe Flacco back there. So let's just run, run, run. Yeah. Run the ball. Yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati without AJ Green is that offense. Huge difference. Huge difference. Because I mean, you saw what the defense did. I mean, they, they stymied Joe Mixon real easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, twelve carries for only fourteen yards. That was brutal. <laughs> That's I mean, ugly. It's like it's like, hey, you got a I... touchdown. Who cares? That's <laughs> for fourteen yards. One point two per you know, per carry. One of my notes in this game was both quarterbacks led their team in rushing. Yeah, 29 yards on two attempts for Dalton. Exactly. Gross. And then a buck 17 for Lamar Jackson. Just gross. <laughs> you know, it's it's like... I mean, does Lamar Jackson become the, new, the, the next version of Slash? I mean, from back in the day? Uh, the only thing is missing is him catching passes at this point. It's coming. I, 
I think it's kind of like unwrapping the new toy on Christmas and uh-huh. seeing what you can do with it. I think that's kind of like what Harbaugh is at this point with Lamar because, yeah, he can pass, but he's also really fast. Yeah. And, I mean, when you can roll for a buck 17 on an NFL defense, yo. Hell yeah. And you you get Oakland this week. Ooh. You run to that ball at least 20 times, Lamar. I'm sorry, but. There's their tomato can. <laughs> you getting the, you you rocking that you rocking it at least twenty times. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what type of uh, <clears throat> confidence the Raiders have after that shocking win against the Chargers. Oh, uh, Cardinals, the, the, the Raiders, Cardinals? Cardinals. Excuse me. Yeah, I was uh, thinking of the other game too, yeah. though. And beat Cardinals. How? 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 <laughs> do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Cardinal's gonna Cardinal, buddy. Damn, you can tell Shannon's frustrated with that game. I know. Well, that took him out, man. I I left the Steelers. It's it's like I left that bullet in the chamber, and I'm just, I'm kicking myself. I should have listened to Captain. Bad idea. Bad idea. No, I just... I thought the Jaguars would – the game went as I thought it would go. I just didn't think Pittsburgh would pull it out. Whoa. I thought the Jaguars would, quote-unquote, rise up hmm. and do what – they did everything they, they did for 59 minutes and 57 seconds. Well, and Arizona did what they could. I mean, <clears throat> they gave David, you know, David Johnson ca- carried the ball 25 times for 137 yards. The problem is, is that Rosen was so incompetent, even oh. though he threw three touchdowns, he those caught those two interceptions clearly were just just, just killed him. I mean, he was Dude. nine of 20, that less than 50% complete. Mm. You, you can't do that. You're playing the Raiders, dude. Exactly. I know. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. How you losing to the Raiders, bro? And, and David Johnson had a 57-yard touchdown called back on a penalty. Like, Mm-mm. damn it. Mm-mm. Again, frustration. No. You made that up. Uh, and, I mean, Carr, I mean, got sacked four times. I mean, yeah, he threw for a couple of touchdowns. But, I mean, the, de- the Cardinals' defense got to him. I mean, it's just – it's so – strange to, to just to see the Raiders actually do enough to get a win considering they seem like they laid down pretty much practically every game this season. I mean, it's like I should have picked the Giants instead of the Cardinals. Didn't it end up being a Wall Street? Oh, well, that's the death pool. No, that you were done. No, because New Orleans got me week yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. Just like that's most right. of America. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's why I'm pissed because I left Pittsburgh in the chamber, man. Like, I, I fired off Kansas City last week. It's a raw deal, buddy. It's a raw and deal. And I was like, oh, I can save Pittsburgh for a rainy day, but nope. I should have used them. Yep. Well, and it's funny because Justin and I, over the weekend, we were talking about how Byron Leftwich has kind of changed how that offense runs. And it looks like he had a really good mm-hmm. game plan. And. Rosen was the only one who didn't really execute. 
like I said, David Johnson did his part. That yes, defense, he did. That yeah. defense did everything they could, but it was just it was the Rosen who really ended up dropping the ball for them. Mm-hmm. It just wow. shows that he's going to have his moments as a rookie, but <clears throat> again, another one of those ro- the rookie quarterbacks that's just not ready yet. No, he's, he's he's cutting his teeth. He's cutting his teeth. It, this is yeah. important for him. As decent as they looked against Kansas City, I, I just I thought they would have a lot more in the tank for Oakland, and that just really surprised me. You know, that that I just I felt really good with that Oakland imploding and yeah. the alleged Jordy Nelson retiring ceremony <laughs> this week. Although he was out with an undisclosed injury or whatever it was. Yeah, that's that's called a bruised ego. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. A bruised ego. Yeah. That's phenomenal, yeah. by the way. That, that's what that is. That or he needed but, somebody to, you know, help him keep his hands from getting dirty and nobody volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, we don't have a lot of games left, but we do have one of the big ones. However, I've got a dog at the door of my office pawing at my door. So I probably need to go let her out. Uh, we okay. got we got Chiefs, Rams, um, and, and a couple little snippets, and we get we, we need to get the hell out of here because it's, it's gotten really late really fast. Randy, are you good to hang on for a while, or do you need to rip cord out? I'm good. Okay. All right. Shannon, you good? I'm Dude, I'm on vacation, dude. Bro. All right, cool. I'm good. All right, good. Well then I'm, I'm uh, grabbing another beer. Grab another beer, bro. Uh, you know, worst case scenario, we'll we'll shut this thing down. But um let me go deal with her and we'll come back. We need to get the Rams Chiefs. I'm just gonna pause it, not a new segment, obviously. We're just gonna pause it and we'll come back and pick up at Rams Chiefs. Um and then we'll just uh, we'll run down a couple of shutdown thoughts and, and BS a little bit and then get the hell out of here. I got a uh, one stupid thing I do want to bring up for Thanksgiving though. Traveling for Thanksgiving. It, it, I was joking around with Sarah about a traveling bucket list. And I figure you guys will appreciate this. Uh, but we'll take a pause. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, very brief pause there. But uh, back in, the dog actually went out and she came back when I called her. I was like, oh, miracle of miracles. Thank you. I didn't want to have to go hunt her down after the fact. But uh, we certainly would. There's no way we could talk about the week that was without covering what it just was a bananas game. And that's that's just Rams and freaking Chiefs, dude. You know, I, I heard a lot of people say it was the greatest regular season game they've seen. I don't, I don't know that I'd say that, but I will say it's one of the most dramatic, compelling games I've seen in a very, very long time. Um, that that game was nuts. That game was absolutely nuts. And I, I was behind on DVR, and I'm like, oh, my God. And, uh, you know, I ended up going back and looking at the sports brew chat. I was like, hey, look at all the convo in this thing. And I think maybe 1 o'clock in the morning or one thirty in the morning, I just wrote, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that's exactly all you said. Yeah. So, because that's all that needed to be said, dude. Uh, a, a couple of fun factoids about that one. I, I just want, bo- I want both of you to know that the Buccaneers actually recorded more yards in their game against the Redskins than the Rams did on Monday Night Football, but they did score 51 fewer points. <laughs> Damn. The Bucks, the Bucks scored three. The Rams scored 54. Yeah. 
Yeah, Tampa Bay put up 501, y- 501 yards of total offense, man. Three points, bro. So, good. Uh, yeah. as we used to say, good job, good effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, if you will. But um, not, that game was nuts, man. That game was absolutely bananas. You had just offense all over the place. You had, you had a lot of big defensive plays, too. I wouldn't say that was <laughs> on either side of the ball. That was a defensive masterpiece. But you did have some really big defensive moments and I think you have to give some kudos to the Rams for being able to get hats on Mahomes and not only force the fumbles but to get those late you know game sealing well the first one probably should have sealed the win but for Mm. whatever reason the Rams decided to get cutesy with it and throw a whole bunch instead of just running the damn clock out um, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, man. You got away. They got away with it this time. They got away with it this time. But that that was that was like weird end game management. Uh, and, and then they were able to get another uh, little gift of an interception from Mahomes late. But that game was wild, man. So I I would say that I wouldn't call it the greatest regular season game that I've seen, but I would certainly say it was one of the most dramatic. And one of the most compelling yeah. games I've seen. Great, great's tough. Great's tough. It had some great plays, some great moments, and I think there's a little bit of recency bias. Uh, it was incredible for what it turned out to be. Just the lead changes. I mean, they they had more lead changes. Like the Redskins have had one lead change all damn year. <laughs> like <laughs> one, one. <laughs> I don't know how many lead changes there that happened in that game, but there was a, a freaking butt ton of a them. Bunch. That, that, it was, it, it, that game was nuts, dude. And hey, um, hey, special note to Tyreek Hill: don't field punts within your ten yard line, bro. Just, <laughs> just word of advice. Uh, pro tip: L- let it go. <laughs> and not just because we play that every single freaking time we say it on the podcast. We do. Seriously, oh, bro. Except this you time. You got to let that go. You really yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I think that was one of those where, you know, maybe he figures, you know, he has a slight chance to pop off and, and make a big play. I mean, Tyreek Hill, I mean, what did he have, like a 70-ish yard? Somebody fell down, right, on one of those big Tyree uh, kills. Yeah. A seventy-three yard oh. touchdown, yeah. and Sam Shields fell down on the coverage. <laughs> you, yeah. you, turf, turf monster, man. <laughs> bro, bro. Eric Decker said, "Man, turf monster got you, bro. You can't, you you can't fall down on Tyree Kill, man. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't even stumble. <laughs> no. Oh my you god. Get a head start on Tyree Kill. Yeah." Like I think that that dude is so fast it's ridiculous. Let like, me let me see if I can find it. One of my favorite 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 stats from that game if I can find it cuz it's it it it's one that almost seems like there's just no way that that's that that's the case and it's almost kind of like a sad statistic. Ah, here it is. Cuz there was there's all kinds of stuff that you can reference in this game, but this one I thought was a, a tremendous standout. Fun facts about last night's Chiefs-Rams game. There were more touchdowns scored in that game, 14, than the Buffalo Bills have scored all year, 13. <laughs> what? 
Good lord. Mm-hmm. 14 to 13, right? 14 to 13. 14, tu- 14 touchdowns, dude. It's the first game in NFL history in which uh, each team scored over 50 points, which means it's the first time in NFL history that a team has scored 50 points and lost. They were 216 and 0 entering that game. Nuts. Mahomes threw six touchdown passes. That's the second time this year he's done that, by the way. Both <clears throat> defenses scored a touchdown. The over-under was 63. However, that was smashed by the third quarter. And, uh, and they completely eradicated it. Michael uh, Grodsky, a spokesperson for William Hill, which has 108 sports books in the in the good, 108 sports books. Good God, in Nevada, told ESPN the game was a healthy seven-figure loss for the book, with 69 percent of customers betting the over. Uh, yeah. It opened and closed at 64, the highest over/under in an NFL game since at least 1986. And it demolished it. And the, the, the crushed the, it. Crushed the it. Last eleven NFL over unders at fifty seven or above have gone over. Yeah. Could you imagine if Chiefs Rams make it to the Super Bowl? Uh huh. You have to think that that over under is going to be between seventy five and eighty points. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll go that high. I would. If I'm a sports book, I'm going 75. Well, you're inviting people to take the under. Correct. By you know, clearly. Well, it would depend on who they're playing. If it was the Rams and the Chiefs again, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if it's Chiefs Rams, it, it uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm putting it at 75 and a half. Oh my god. That I mean that would have to be the highest over under ever, right? It is. It would be. I mean, by like far. This, this was the highest over-under ever. Oh, my God, dude. At 64, dude, and it got obliterated. Obliterated. This was the highest scoring Monday Night Football game in history. 773rd Monday Night Football game. And they pulled a rabbit out of their heads and scored and just eradicated <laughs> it. Eradicated it. Eradicated. By the way... Yeah, the uh, highest scoring games of all uh, of Monday Night. Uh, actually, I think these are the highest scoring NFL games of all time. Uh, number one is the Redskins Giants in nineteen sixty six. That's one hundred thirteen. Yes. Bengals Browns, which I never would have guessed. Oh yeah, that was what that was. Uh, Derek Anderson third. and who was the Carson Palmer? Like Carson Palmer, yeah. Never would have guessed Bengals Browns. Two thousand four, one hundred and six. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. And some somewhere that you know that that dude is still you know blowing up bathrooms. <laughs> He's, I'm taking the over. I'm blowing this thing up, man. Uh, incredible. It's no wonder those raccoons of West Virginia were drunk, Shannon. <laughs> it's, it's no wonder. That is my favorite story uh, of the year. No wonder. That yeah. is phenomenal. I love this. I love this tag. This headline. This is my favorite headline of that one. This was. This one was on Gizmodo. It said, uh, "Raccoons suspected of having rabies were actually just drunk as hell." <laughs> Dustin, if you have to take a second to look this up, but you got to get "Country Roads" by John Denver. 
You you have to dial that one up. Is that, is that what you want? Country roads, West Virginia. Oh, take me God. home. <laughs> you have to bring. You got to right, bring that. All, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here you go. Younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. There's a West meme. Virginia. There's, uh, there's a meme I love, and it, I, I don't know if it's a swan or a goose or a duck and it, it it basically says uh like i don't like country music and then it cues up this song and so the like the bird rears its head back while it's queued up and then it, <coughs> and it just blasts out west virginia yeah yeah that's it it is a great song it is a great song. It is. It it, is. If you're a country person and this is not on your playlist, you're doing it wrong. You, you are not country enough. And, and this is enough. coming from oh, a guy from oh. Kentucky who lives in the city now. By the way, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I just want to tie the, tie a button on this story. So um, I reimaged the staff computer at work this week, and the the lady whose computer I was working on, big Kentucky fan, big Kentucky fan. And we always like to talk about Kentucky basketball, and I'm a Duke fan, so um, I was joking around with her, and uh, you know, I, I take her computer, I work on it, I reimage it, and so I took a still, I set her desktop background as uh, Christian Leitner hitting the shot. Oh my! It was so great. So she shows. What you gotta do with that, man? I, I know like, that doesn't mess up. You gotta open up the old wounds for. <laughs> I almost. I, I tried to find a picture of Leitner stomping on that dude. I thought that may have been a, a little excessive, so I just went with the shot. Uh, but what was great is she comes to pick. She she comes up. You know, I'm like, hey, your computer's ready. Come get it. And so, and, and I'm I'm kind of internally, I'm just laughing because she has no idea what I'm getting ready to spring on her. We have good rapport, so I knew this would be fine, but. She was like, yeah, you know, when I gave you my laptop, I was thinking about putting a UK picture on the desktop. And I'm like, why don't you go ahead and log in? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's like, oh, you said it was a basketball picture. Oh, wait a second. That's Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> uh, she was just like that's messed up she laughed it was so funny it was oh, so funny goodness. so she she had a, a real good sense of humor about it and we for like five minutes we just bs back and forth and, and, and laughed about it but yeah now that that was that was <laughs> that was 100 percent totally worth it re-imaging her re-imaging the kentucky fans laptop and sticking the shot as their desktop background loved that Mm. Love pouring that. salt in the wound, my friend. Yep, salt in the wound. Yeah, I like how I, I don't know who uh, was that. Like one of your cousins was like, "You should be shivved," <laughs> 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 or that's a shiv-worthy offense or something. Yeah, lie. that's uh, <laughs> that was a cousin of mine. That's uh... take me home where I get shivved. <laughs> I have no idea what the shiv is, but <laughs> it's like a razor or a blade of some sort. He stabs somebody. Guess, I guess that's what that is. Yeah. But yeah, that dude's from like <laughs> two or three lines down. <laughs> oh, 
was great though. Oh my god, Jason, you're good, dude. But I hadn't seen you in I don't know twenty plus years. <laughs> hey, they brought him out of the woodwork, man. Look, burning couch. Look, burning couches in West Virginia gets them all out, and the shot. If it's a Kentucky fan and you reference the shot or Leitner, man, coming out of the woodwork, baby. <laughs> hey, we still hate Leitner. That's how it is. I know. Just like the shirt. I totally think I ought to look on eBay and find one of those. Uh, uh, didn't Leitner sell like a We Hate Leitner shirt? Yes, yeah, still hate Leitner or something yeah. like that. He he raised a bunch of money for charity. We, we ought to pull together and buy you one of those. That would be really funny, by the way. <laughs> Buy me one that says "Always hated Leitner." Always hated Leitner. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I think we ought to pull together as a gag gift and get you a customized Duke jersey with your name on the back. <laughs> mm. Hey, it's going in my fire pit, bro. If you do, just letting you know. Save can, your money. Can we nameplate it with the shot and just put that on the back? <laughs> 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 oh man anyway i may change that o to an i but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well then if you, after you change it to an i you might as well change the t to a v the shiv <laughs> we can send it to your cousin or you know we can send it to jason man the, the duke jersey with the shiv on the back shiv yeah um yeah. anyway look I, I, let's let's get back to the game that game was nuts the highest rated money in that football game in five years and obviously again a, 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 just a mountain of points a mountain of points side note most touchdowns most touchdown passes in the team's first 11 games all right we know some of the names on this list peyton manning 41 in 2004 tom brady 39 in 2007 Peyton Manning, 36 in 2013. Patrick Mahomes, 37 in 2018. Every other single person in that group won the NFL MVP that year. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, he'll he'll be in the top two or three. We know that. I I, I still think I, I still think Breeze is right there. But it's Mahomes is going to make a pretty damn compelling case. I do. I. I think Breeze, with his lack of turnovers... Yes, that'll be one thing that separates that out. He may not have the touchdowns and the yardage, but the lack of turnovers and just the command of his offense, like, even if he gets a couple of, like, close games late and Breeze has never won an MVP, Mm -hmm. I, I think the sentiment will go along with Breeze. It just it just makes sense. I I, I like Mahomes. He'll be a Love fantasy Mahomes. MVP this year. I oh. mean that that goes without Bar a none. shadow of a doubt. Bar none. Especially the league where pff, I got like Gurley, Melvin Gordon, and somebody else, and they got Mahomes in the fourteenth round. I mean, <laughs> look, D- Denny Green is coming out of his grave. If you want to crown him, then crown him for that for your fantasy team. Exactly, he's the fantasy <laughs> MVP this year. I, I just think Drew Brees league wide. Yeah, and as you have stated in this podcast, I mean the dude has thrown just one interception this year. Yes, he's on point. 
his team is dominating the NFC. And the one game they lost, it, he put up 40 points. It, it, that's not on him. I'm sorry. No. That's on the defense. My man put 40 on the board in a loss. 40, Just brother. like Mahomes put up 51 in a loss and 40 in a loss. That's not on him. That's on the defense. Kansas City needs to get their defense in order. New Orleans got their defense in order, mm-hmm. as we have seen the past few weeks. Kansas City, you need to get your defense in order if you want to compete with Pittsburgh or New England or Houston or San Diego, for that matter. Well, there's some learning lessons in a game like this, particularly given – and I like how Mahomes took – you know, he took responsibility for the points that they scored off of his turnovers. And the turnover number gets a little bit inflated by the very end, and that's fair. But he had some unfortunate turnovers in that game. Fun factoid. Um, Here's a name you probably haven't heard in a long time. Patrick Mahomes is the first player with five passing touchdowns and five turnovers in a game since. Anybody want to wager a guess? Gus Ferrat. Oh my God! Look at Shannon. Since Gus Ferrat in two thousand, was he with Carolina? I feel like that was a Panthers thing. It was either a Panthers thing or a Redskins thing. It was yeah. one or the other. Yeah, maybe. But since Gus Ferrat, yeah, I still, I, I did, know. I did my homework. <laughs> look at you. I, when when I think of Gus Ferrat, I still think of headbutting the wall and being out with a neck injury. <laughs> exactly. How on earth, dude? <laughs> How? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag just Redskins things. <laughs> Gus Ferrat. Gus Ferrat, man. Oh. <laughs> seriously. Sir- Gus Ferrat, seriously. Sir- seriously, seriously. But, you know, I, I think when, when the Chiefs in particular look back to this game, and look, again, end game management we referenced with the Rams – I'm still surprised. I guess they figured they just needed to pick up the first down no matter the cost to to grind this game out. But I'm still surprised that they so willingly passed the ball, you know what I mean, instead of running it. And I, I know Gurley got a little dinged up in that game. They got plenty <clears> of guys <throat> to tote the rock. First down, I didn't mind it because it's not what you're expecting. A second down... You needed to run to see where he's still on third down. Yeah. And the fact that they threw that incomplete pass on second down gave away what they were going to do on third down. Mm-hmm. I second down, like third, first down when they passed it, I was like, oh. Whoa. I, I, I did not think they would pass it at all. Yeah. And then second down is where you needed to run it. Was it two or three clouds and a two or three yards in a cloud of fart? That, that's, Still, that's yeah, what you, you got. You're burning do. clock. You're burning clock. You, you don't want to give burning clock. Mahomes, you're burning is, Mahomes is too dangerous. That offense is too dangerous to just be yeah. like, ah, here's here's a minute, here's 45 seconds. Uh, you you know what I mean? You want to give them as little as you can. You got to drain those. I don't. Outs. I don't mind aggressiveness. I I really don't. But I, I I don't know that that was smart clock management at the end by the and they got they got out of it because of the picks. They got out they, of it. They did. 
they did. And I, I think you and I would agree that, listen, we know Mahomes is dangerous, but I would rather Mahomes have zero timeouts than any timeouts. Yes. Because that gives Believe him a chance to hit Tyreek in the middle of the hill for 25 yards. Well, you know, Andy Reid is a phenomenal clock management guy. Well, no. <laughs> going, back, going back to as, time as film, Lindy so. will always remind us of. <laughs> yes, because his so, clock management in the playoffs is just—I know—phenomenal. It, it was puzzling. It was puzzling, <laughs> to say the it, least. To say the it, least, it was. I mean, I mean, and, and Sean McVay's uh, clock management at the end of the game. I understand wanting to put it in the in your hands of the quarterback, and I, I understand you wanting to get them confidence. Yeah. But, bruh. Bruh. Look. 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 You got the completion on first down. You you confused them. You got to run that on second and third down. Get them timeouts out. Trust you. Trust Aaron freaking Donald. It's like bad Mexican. Dude, it's like that, bad. That he'll get the job done. It's like bad Mexican, bro. <clears throat> Just It's the runs. You know what I mean? <laughs> hit the hit the hole, buddy, with full force. Just hit the hole. <laughs> just just understand that. Yes, you've given up fifty one points, but yeah, I, give give them guys a chance to to take care of that game for you. Again, I, I think that was that was an aggressive move, and that's going with the idea that we're gonna get the first and we're just we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna end it on our own terms. I don't you know, they got out of it that time. They got out of it because of the picks. But should they meet again in the Super Bowl? Should that's that there's a lot of games left. Shoulda coulda woulda. Shoulda coulda woulda. Ifs and buts for candy nuts. Every day be Christmas, buddy. But should they meet again, I, I guarantee you the end of game clock management's gonna be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Guarantee you. Yep. Guarantee you. But, uh, look, hell of a game, entertaining game, in- incredible. Uh, I thought I saw an article that um, there was so much scoring in that game that it actually broke. Like, ESPN's fa- like servers had an issue with fantasy football. Cause there was mm-hmm. So did Yahoo's. <laughs> there were so many points going on. Like, they just yeah. they couldn't handle it. You know, which is nuts, by the way. Nuts. Hey, that, that there was so much scoring on in that game that I even scored during the game. Dude. Hey, I, I, hey! Look, Woo. man, I'm telling you, there was so much scoring in that game. Like it might as well have been a, 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 an Italian restaurant, but Patino and Petrino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> PP. Now I know. Now I know what he was referencing with that. Rick Patino, baby. Patino and Petrino. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Never-ending pasta bowl, baby. Yikes! May have been never ending, but you had 15 seconds to get it done. Well, quick refills, buddy. Come on. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Carb loading, buddy. Anyway, way to put it. Yep. (laughs) Oh my god. All right, all right, all right. All all kidding aside. Is uh, that what she said, Randy? Indeed it is. Yep. Okay. Uh, All kidding aside, all kidding aside. 
what are your takeaways from any, any wrap up thoughts and takeaways from that? Because we we need to hit wrap up a clock and get out of here. Uh, wrap up thoughts or takeaways from uh, Chiefs Rams or anything else with the uh, NFL week that was. Uh, Shannon, uh, why don't you hit it first, then we'll follow up with Randy. Okay. I think we have found out that Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff are the real deal. Mm-hmm. The Rams can find multiple ways to win a game, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be by running the ball, passing the ball, or using the defense. They have multiple ways to win the game, just kind of like the Saints. Mm-hmm. So... Watch out in that NFC Championship game. Yes, the Saints are going to roll, but beware, or buyer beware, the, the Rams are not that far behind. Uh, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is just ridiculous, as we all know at this point in time. Um, but let's get Kareem Hunt some more carries, get, get that running game going a little bit better, Andy Reid, and I think you'll be just fine. Also, one of his strongest assets from his time in Philadelphia was knowing when to run the ball. Well. <laughs> and, cl- and closing games out with the run appropriately. Andy Reid was a master of that. Well, let's just understand that, yes, you've got a great tight end. Yes, you've got a great receiver, receiving core at this point. But run the freaking ball, bro. It's December, January weather. Run the ball, Kareem Hunt. Run the freaking ball. Help your boy out. Help Mahomes out. All right. Fair enough. Randy, how about you? Well, for me, for this game, it was just eye-opening to just see two offenses absolutely just go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the biggest thing here is it basically boiled down to who made the fewest mistakes, and obviously that would be the Rams, even though – yeah, we had like the highest scoring game in Monday Night Football history. But they you, during the game you could see that that Rams defense getting through and getting pressure and hitting Mahomes started taking an effect on him at some point because there was one play where they weren't they were the the pocket was collapsing around him but and they hadn't gotten to him yet but he just kind of froze up and put his head down cuz he was like I'm going to get hit. So we can, you know, it's one of those things where the Rams have given the blueprint in terms of ways of shaking up Mahomes. We'll see if the rest of the league actually follows suit. But uh, this, the way I look at Kansas City right now, I feel like this is definitely going to be a team, at least in the AFC Championship game, against two. We'll see. It's probably I. I mean, no one our damn luck. It'll be freaking New England, but. <laughs> just, just because you know, it's that's just what New England does. It's it's, it's that might tiny be. year for them. Might be, might be. But uh, I'm definitely digging the fact that I think we're going to get it to see Ram Saints uh, version. You know, duh. round two, round two for those two teams. I'm looking forward to that because I think we're that, I think we're going to get that. But ultimately, Chiefs, <laughs> whether it's the Chiefs or the Rams. Both teams, their defense needs to step it up just a little bit more. Obviously, Rams did exactly what they needed to do to win, but if the Chiefs are going to get to the Super Bowl and win it, that defense, they need to get, they need to do something. Because if they end up facing New Orleans or the Rams again, I have a feeling we're going to have another just wild, crazy shootout. Might be. Or what was it that SNL used to have? Two wild and crazy guys. 
<laughs> might have two wild and crazy games, you know. Uh, but it, it, would I want to see that again? Yeah, I would. I would, and if, particularly in the playoffs, and particularly with both teams applying the lessons from this game into that one, um, I'd sign up for that again because it was a hell of a ride. Super dramatic, super compelling. So well worth a watch. You know, if you love defense, not the game for you. But um, I, I think if there's any game that's reflective of what the league is now and what the league wants these games to be, it was that. Good for fantasy football. Um, certainly invited in the betters. And from a, a you know just a casual watch on TV, if you're a casual fan, that was an incredible game to, to just have your eyeballs on. Uh, very ridiculous. So, all right. <laughs> I guess it is wrap up o'clock. Side note, uh, some people obviously aren't thrilled by the high scoring stuff. And so one rando, rando suggestion, see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Dan Fouts um, suggested that perhaps the leagues change the rules so that the defense should be given a 12th man. Bro, how about no? How about, how about no? No. no? No. How about no? How about no? If you want to tweak the rules and, and and loosen up on some of what they've done as far as hits and quarterback stuff, I I that I can dig. But to say to give a twelfth man, what was the no no? Get out of here! Your twelfth man, your that's your fans. Other than that, this is not Seattle. No, this is not Seattle. Stop. None of that. Very strange coming from a quarter, a former quarterback. That's just you never expect someone like that to say that. No, a little bit bizarre. Uh, obviously, I hope that does not get implemented. I think it would be disastrous. Also, uh, we joked around about it in the uh, in the sports brew chat, uh, but I like how after Alex Smith got hurt, all these people started mentioning Colin Kaepernick. It was like, bro, they are not signing Colin Kaepernick. They obviously <laughs> ended up signing Mark Sanchez, but it was like, there's no way not a, good a, idea. a team with a controversial nickname is going to deal with the drama surrounding Colin Kaepernick, number one. Number two, can you imagine me and Alex Smith breaking your leg and then the guy that replaced your ass in San Fran shows up on your current team? You know Alex Smith would have been like, seriously, y'all, F you. You think Kirk Cousins yep. gave the Redskins a big fat F you? Let the Redskins have signed Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> that would have been some dirty pool, dude. Yeah. You know, not that I love... You know, Mark Sanchez, I don't. Uh, I think clearly the expectation is you never see Mark Sanchez on the field. <laughs> Let it be Colt McCoy. Call it a day. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Come on. Who doesn't want to see Captain Butt fumble? No. No. <laughs> no. That I, I sent that damn butt fumble gift to so many people. If I have <laughs> to look at a Redskins version of that, I'm going to barf. <laughs> I am going to absolutely 100% barf. No. No. It, no. Oh, deal. 0. 0.0. No. No. Not happening. Don't want to see it. Not a fan. F you. No. You know, Shannon, I think Justin doesn't want to see that happen. <laughs> No, I, I want to see that happen about as much as I want to see Donovan McNabb show back up and strap on a Redskins jersey. 
Balls in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, balls in the dirt. No thanks. Uh, yeah, balls. <laughs> Shannon, this one's for you. You said balls. Balls. And Donovan McNabb, F out of my face with that stuff. F-O-H. Uh, quick raise of the glass uh, to the Colts, putting Reggie Wayne in the ring of honor. That was good to see. I like yeah, him coming out in, mo- cool. in the motorcycle sidecar. That was kind of fun. Uh, I'm glad he didn't play for another team. There seemed to be a period of time where it looked like he was going to. <laughs> didn't end up working out. It, you know, it's funny. He went to New England's training camp. Training and, camp. Uh, That's it. He, he, he realized that he just couldn't do it anymore. Nope. So, so can't do it. I'm out. So, you know, glad to see him in a ring of honor. Uh, well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved the entrance. That was yes, it was always unique. Uh, when he came uh, to training camp, uh, that second Super Bowl run, he came in and uh, had a hard hat on. Of course, that was the year they went 14-0, and uh, the GM and uh, owner decided to sit their starting quarterback in the second half at the 15th game. and They never recovered. Uh, brought back karma upon the franchise. Can't do it. Got to keep the pedal down. You go for the freaking record, dick bags. Jeez, tell me how you really feel. Um, also, <laughs> quick note. I like, and trust me, no. <laughs> I didn't even let loose with what I really no, thought. No, I know, I know. I'm sorry, go ahead, sir. No, it's all good, it's all good. We're just going to wrap up a clock, so I'm just I'm going to top it jump a little bit. Vikings, uh, Vikings, Bears. Uh, kudos to the Bears, by the way. Khalil Mack back in healthy and just wreaking, uh, you know, wreaking havoc, wrecking shop. This was a classic case of cousins being cousins. Yeah. You know, and as a Redskins fan, I know that Kirk cousins very well, where not enough to win the game, but sure as hell enough to get some decent stats by the end of it. He Mm. accomplished that. I will say say real quick with that is I would give the NFL defensive MVP to Aaron Donald. If it wasn't for Khalil Mack. I think Khalil Mack's got the kind of the runaway with this one because of how much he means to that defense. He means a lot. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if he stays on the field the rest of the season. Um, also, as far as aggressiveness, I know we mentioned it earlier, and we didn't really say a lot about this game. Oh, yeah, we did. Never mind. Let me delete that. <laughs> <laughs> scratch, scratch that entirely. My bad. My bad. No, I think we've covered all the NFL stuff. We have um, no change in the CFP rankings. Uh, although one of my favorite things from this past weekend was uh-huh. the Citadel Twitter handle. Oh yeah, uh, little trolling of LSU <laughs> Mississippi State when uh, Citadel first scored against Alabama. They decided to roll out a little tweet towards them and let them know that. Hey, this is how you score against Alabama. That was pretty funny. Uh, then Alabama paid him back in spades in the second half. Yeah, the final score is fifty to seventeen, but at least Citadel scored points, unlike LSU and Mississippi State the past two weeks. Right. My favorite story from this past week, uh-huh. and, and I'm going to be a homer here, is Kentucky uh, 
Kentucky sophomore uh, Josh Pascal. He had uh, malignant melanoma on his bottom of his foot, mm-hmm. and um, this was the first game of his season, and he made a tackle in his first game in the third quarter. And a uh, very emotional moment there, and uh, SEC did did a huge solid and named him co-defensive player of the week. And I, I thought that was a really solid move by the SEC to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the kid's been out all year long uh, battling for his life. And uh, to be able to come back and do that uh, this season, I, th- I thought that was a pretty cool moment for him and uh, for the SEC. Legit. Uh, side note, Shannon, did you know that um, <laughs> Rando College Football Reference as uh, Ohio State managed to eke out and hold on to a win versus Michigan. But... Maryland. Uh, my bad. I was thinking ahead that there was a Michigan game. I, I, I was scrolling up. I'm like looking at Michigan and Indiana. And then I was thinking about Michigan and Ohio State. So, thank you. Uh, but yes, Ohio State... <laughs> Ohio State, Maryland. <laughs> my gosh. What I meant to ask you is that uh, I was surprised, but Ohio State are actually their home underdogs to Michigan. No, it makes sense. Uh, they were on the road this past weekend, and they were two touchdown favorites over Maryland. Yeah. And uh, it took overtime for them to actually beat Maryland. Ohio State scored first in overtime, kicked the extra point. Maryland got the touchdown, went for two in the win. Aggressiveness. And, I, and there I get it. It was it was aggressive. Uh, they didn't get it, but if you're the number ten team in the nation and you're surviving fifty two to fifty one in overtime, mm-hmm. it's net. I know. Look, means your defense ain't playing too well, and they expect the Michigan offense to roll over you and your defense to not do too Bro. much. All I know is that two point conversion was there for them. I don't, I don't, it know the, was. I don't know their quarterback's name, but he he completely whiffed on that guy. He did just like Cam Newton just like whiffed Cam, on the two point like conversion because that, that play was there. And you know what? What people are complaining about is the result. But look at the play. That play for Cam Newton, it was there. He just sailed the there. ball over the guy's head. That as far as Maryland, that play was there. It was there, and the throw was wide. Yep. But, yes, Ohio State is a home underdog. The last time Michigan won at Ohio State, by the way, was the year 2000. And How the, Gr- How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey was the number one movie. Well, <laughs> And we just watched that tonight yeah. here at the condo. Get, guess what's out is a new <laughs> Grinch movie. So if you're throwing your money down, apparently this is a good year to throw some money on Michigan, buddy. Just saying. I- I, yeah, just saying. And I think regardless of the Grinch movie, but now that you mention it, yeah, I, I think that all but seals the deal. That seals that the Michigan's deal, gonna win this game. Uh, all right, uh, I, I told you I was gonna bring it up, and there's uh, one story I want to get to about Thanksgiving and traveling, and this okay. is the other thing. And I wish D-Stat was here, but he's not because he's sleeping or something, or twiddling his thumb or cleaning up. No, he's not cleaning up. He's just asleep. <laughs> Fuck face. <laughs> Breaking one out. 
Yeah, he's just rubbing one out real quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite. We're bad, all fired. I know we are all fired because uh, you know we we love the bad beats on SVP, and okay. so they covered this game. It was Wyoming versus Air Force. Oh yes. So Wyoming was favored. So the line was minus three. Wyoming was trailing by thirteen, with five minutes left. And this game was in the snow. All right. It's 27-14 with five minutes left, dude. Their quarterback, Vanderwall, runs, <laughs> scores a touchdown on an RPO, right? Okay. They're out there converting on fourth and nine. They're making clutch plays all over the place. Vanderwall one-hands a snap that should have gone over his head. He throws a bomb into the end zone. The wide receiver gets lit the F up. He's got a mouthpiece flying out of there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And an extra point makes it 28-27 to 27 with a little over a minute to go. So you're still okay, depending on, on how you bet this thing. Air Force throws a pick. Wyoming has the ball. Dude, just run out the clock, right? Just run out the clock. Air Force uses their last timeout, about 52 seconds to go. It's third and 14. And remember... Wyoming is favored, minus three. Current score, 28-27. Yep. All right? Their running back pops off for a 28-ish yard touchdown. But there's a flag on the play. Hold it. So what does Air Force do? They decline the penalty, and they let them score. So we go from 28-27 to 35-27. Yep. Yep. Air Force does get the ball back, but the game ends on another pick. They described the insanity of this game as the bad beat of the year, or as a bad <laughs> beat of the year candidate. I was like, but watching the highlights, that was nuts. That was nuts. And that was really for Mark, but he's not here. He's sleeping. He took the under. Under the covers, that is. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Okay, uh, Thanksgiving, man. Look, um, from all of us to all of you listening, having a good time, man, safe travels. Uh, be mindful on the road. You know, have a great time with your friends. If it's a Friendsgiving or with your family, if you're doing a more conventional Thanksgiving or if you're hosting, you know, uh, whether it's turkey or ham or whatever, just don't do that damn Craig's thing in a can. Don't do that. F-O-H. <laughs> F-O-H. That look, just looks like barf. Don't do um, it. Don't don't do it. No don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it live. None of it. Just none. Zero. Zilch. Um, but with Thanksgiving, I was laughing about traveling. So a few weeks ago, we actually did a Friendsgiving with um, some of Sarah's old co-workers from a, a different school. And so we went over, had a good time. It was kid-free. Mostly kid-free. One, one couple had their kids. They failed on that. <laughs> Nobody else had kids except them. I was like, no, there you go. Well, that's all right. But it, it's eerily, it's strange how eerily quiet it is when you don't have your kids around. It's its weird. You almost look for the noise. But um, anywho, so we were talking about traveling bucket lists. And I said, you know, I'd love to go to New Orleans. I'd love to go to Mardi Gras. I've never been. You know, Sarah did Mardi Gras. I said, I'd love to go to Europe. Uh, I've done Guatemala, Honduras, Costa Rica. 
I've, I've, I've done a little bit of traveling, not a ton, but a little bit. Had a good time. But I, I, I told Sarah and this group of people were hanging out, knocking a few back, having some food. And I said, man, you know, I would love to go to Europe. I'd love to go to Mardi Gras, uh, New Orleans. I, just to say I've done it. Just to, you know, see it, uh, whatever. So Sarah's like, hey, look, I've got beads. And I'm going to paraphrase. I've got boobs. You don't need to look at anybody else's. And I said, hey, 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 hold on, hold on. You're right, you do, and I totally love yours. But, can I get a titty hall pass? <laughs> That's all I want. I was like, I was like, I love your boobs. There's nothing against your boobs. I love your boobs, man. But just, just Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras. Can I get a titty hall pass? Just look at some breasts. <laughs> I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home. Or as John Denver would say. <laughs> oh, Lord oh Denver, yeah. Hold on, where is he at? Take me home. Take me home. Take me home. Yep. To the place I belong. Mardi Gras. Well, at least you didn't say take my bone. (laughs) (laughs) Or breast Virginia. Tips and nips, baby. Tips and nips. Can we go back to that AI conference? Nips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Breast Virginia. But seriously, Breast man, Virginia. Mardi Gras. Yeah, Mardi Gras, man. You don't need to look at anybody else's boobs. You've got mine. Titty Hall pass, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, when the wife says you got mine and you don't need to look at anybody else's, I mean, that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I mean, believe, kinda cool believe me. It's kind of cool. She's like, "Hey, you know hey, what? Look, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lucky man. Yes, you are. You know, it's quality. She would kill me. She would kill me for saying that. But it's quality. And this is not. It's not like I need to go. It's not like I'm at the grocery store. I need to squeeze the melons. You know what I'm saying? I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't. I don't need to check for ripeness. <laughs> It's not that. You know what I'm saying? Shine, <laughs> 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 Elder this is <laughs> Breast Virginia. Oh my god. I might be walking alone on a country road if she ever listens to this part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good thing she doesn't. It's a good thing all our wives don't listen to this no. podcast. Yeah, we be, probably get smacked around just a little bit. Might be a bad idea. Yeah. Look, look, Mardi Gras, man. It's the perfect Naughty by Nature song. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's just mm, the, it's, sports brew and at Mardi Gras. I wonder what kind of trouble we'd get into. It's just the menu. Uh, Look, it's just the menu, buddy. You're just reading. That's not all. like we're taking you're, it for a test spin. Yeah, you're not eating. You're just reading. It's okay. Come on, jeez, all the haters. Breast Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Lower in health. Yeah, talk about the Mountaineers. There you go. 
<laughs> Depending on the beads, you might there might be a reason you'd be burning that couch. You never know. You <laughs> <laughs> say. Burning that couch, baby. Might be a reason, man. Trojan man. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> wow. Well, that took a turn for the worse. Yes, it did, and that's that second Captain and uh, Doctor yeah, Pepper. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's that hundo. That's that hundo talking that's to that me. That's that boot shine, baby. <laughs> that's a hundo, man. I swear, we need a sound bite of just a train crashing when shit like this happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. The bad thing is I lost. I, I don't know where on earth. Uh, oh, here it is. I found it. I was going to say, I lost John Denver, so I was going to be stuck with it <laughs> playing in the background until I could uh, track that one down. But yeah, dude, I'm telling you, this is how you know this is how you know you married the right person. Right? I made that joke in company, and she laughed. <laughs> I'm not saying she would grant me the Titty Hall Pass, but she at least laughed about the Titty Hall Pass. She and, laughed like no effing chance, MF. And she also <laughs> she yeah, and she also didn't say, Oh damn you went amp. Fucking went amp. Hold on. Get off <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we brew it. All right, well, let's get the hell out of here. We didn't really get to much of CFP stuff, but that's don't okay. matter. Nothing changed. So. No, yeah, nothing. Nothing really changed. Oh Lord, dude! I'm telling you, eight. We got to go eight. We got to go eight. Eight teams, man. Got to do it. We got to got got to go eight, bro. Yeah, we eight, got bad beats. I was, so. I was scrolling back through, looking at my notes, dude. And I'm just like, yeah. Washington State six. Washington State beat the hell out the Arizona. Out of Arizona. That was just fifty-five points in the first half, bro. I mean, nasty. Nasty. It was like a Madden game. It was like Nasty. playing college football back in the day mm-hmm. on the the PlayStation, and oh, you're on the easy level, and then you put in the second team in a for yeah. the second half, and that's it, bro. We we can't wrap up our podcast this episode of the Sports Brew without mentioning two of the best games that no one watched. No, I'm just kidding. Two of the best games, two of the biggest thing. Broncos Chargers. Chargers are going to charge buddy. Gave that one away. Yes, they had a missed kick. Of course they did. Of course they of did. Of course. Of course they did. And uh, and and Giants Bucks, dude. I mean, I guess the Giants won, but hey, look, congrats. Fitzpatrick doing his thing when he starts too much. The pick party, relatively high scoring affair, and the Giants sealed the win with an interception off of uh, Jameis Winston. So, there you go. Yep. Giants tried to give it away. Giant, Giants, 100%. Bro, that's something we haven't played in for 
forever. And the giant sure as hell tried to do that, bro. One, one hundred, one hundred percent, dude. Time to go red hot. Chili and, and the Chargers did give it away. They yep. did. They did. No reason to lose that game. I, I can't believe Philip Rivers threw that butt-ass ugly throw that Von Miller jumped the route and, you know, picked it off and hauled it off for a 42-yard return. It ended up setting up a, a Royce Freeman uh, touchdown. But, you know, kudos to Philip Lindsay. He had, had just a phenomenal game. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens. Uh, McManus, McManus banks to the walk-off field goal for the win, man, 23-22. So kudos to them. But, yeah. I think that's it. I think we've covered everything, dude. I think we're there. We that ought to be. We hope everybody out there has a good Thanksgiving, you know? Yeah. We hope I y'all... hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Hey, man. Look. I hope I hope that bird that you make, I hope that stuff, I hope that turkey that you make is absolutely fantastic. And if you can't have a Mardi Gras titty hall pass, I hope that you can at least go breast Virginia with your turkey. And by the way, Thanksgiving, if you're not on Team Fat, get the fuck out of here. On Team what? <laughs> team Fat. Team Fat, oh, baby. Team it's fat. where it's at. For a second, I thought you said Team Fap. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. why are you talking about no, that? That's, that's, no, that's when you're at Mardi Gras. No, 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 no. That, that's a different uh, scenario. I was like, Team Fat, baby. Team Fat for Thanksgiving. That's where it's at, baby. Team Fat's okay. Team Fat. I was a little, I was a little concerned about the direction of this of, of Thanksgiving. Uh, do we need to have a talk? Yeah, I, I didn't know if it was going to end up being the fapping. I'm like, that's just not right. No, no, not no, not no. for Thanksgiving. Not for Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. This is this is we're going to eat a lot and drink a lot and be yep. fat. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Fuck it. We'll do it live. This is true. I saw this uh, this great uh, yeah we'll do it live. I saw this great meme and uh, it was like it was like husband and it was like there's a lot of text on it but paraphrasing so it was like husband talking to his wife are those your maternity pants and she's like no nah, it's my my turkey pants. Damn right I'm yeah. wearing sweatpants for Thanksgiving. Bro sweatpants man it's turkey time buddy. Hell yeah. If you're on Team Fat, you're rocking your turkey pants. Absolutely. Yep. There it is. Sweatpants all the way, baby. Sweatpants all the way. Sweatpants all the way. Even better if you get the meat sweats. (laughs) (laughs) Two turkeys, baby. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Next are fat. Team Fat. Just remember to save the neck, man. Save the neck for me. Anyway. <laughs> All right. God Save bless. Disaster. Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> That's right. This is how we do anyway. All right. Let's get out of here, man. Shannon's got a deck to go pee off of. <laughs> I might as well go watch the sunrise at this point. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's 340. You might as well just watch the sun come up. <laughs> I can't. This is the latest we've been up in a long time. Sorry, yeah, Randy. You want to talk about an old school podcast? Dude, this is dude. way old school. And this is very old school. I don't think we've hit four. I can't remember the last time it was up till four o'clock in the morning. I can't either. Dude. Not on a weeknight. At least you two are off. 
<laughs> well, hey, this is true. Hey, Randy. 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 What can I say? <laughs> you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. You're gonna, you're gonna love the sunrise, dude. That's uh, just five hour energies are for. Oh, side note, I'm actually disappointed in the monster energy. I think I, I think I do better on the uh, the five hours than I do the monster gronk. It was okay. It was. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, would I drink it again? Yes, but I would. Uh, I would. I would hit up the five hour energy before I would do the uh, the monster gronk again. Bro, I don't know, man. This podcast may say different. Maybe. I've, you know what? I'll know on replay. <laughs> I'll know on replay when I listen to it tomorrow. If it's if it's full BSC, I would be like, damn it. But if it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good on replay. I might be like, yo, Monster Gronk was on point, man. You know what? You never know. You, you, you don't. Although, Very I mean, true. let's see. What do we break? I mean, Lord knows we ended up with poops, wipes, and titty hall passes. That's a pretty dangerous combo. So. This is true. It, it may be on the failhorn train to nowhere. So, uh, yes. Anyway, all right, guys. Look, go get some rest. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody that uh, that put up with us for the past oh three hours. Yeah, we just hit a three hour podcast. Jeez. That was actually the first time it that, was a we, damn first time it. You was know a, what? First time it was a buck oh nine. We just did a two hour double. We do this so that you can actually live with your family. So you know. Yes, that's true. If you're stuck with your family, you're welcome, as the song just said. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, anyway, look, from all of us, all of you, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with family and friends. Drive safe. Be smart. Enjoy the football, both pro, college. Enjoy it all, man. Have a good time. You know, hopefully uh, everybody can use this as a little respite, a little R&R. <laughs> and just, just enjoy Enjoy the time and share it with somebody. Uh, from all of us, all of you, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with us. And hopefully you had a laugh or two along the way. Lord knows we did. <laughs> we'll see how funny it is when I replay it as I write the notes out tomorrow. <laughs> it might be terrible. But why the hell did I laugh at that? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're drunk. Yeah. That's the reason. <laughs> but uh, no, have a great Thanksgiving. Um, and just, you know, we'll catch you next week, obviously, but, uh, safe travels and enjoy the time with family and friends, uh, breaking bread, share some laughs, share some moments, make some memories, man. From all of us to all of you, thank you and good night now. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. Good night. Actually, that's the and wrong good song. good morning. Good night and good morning. That's the wrong song. We're going out of here with Breast Virginia. <laughs> Up to the place I belong. Breast Virginia. Mountain Mama. Take me home. Country. Country.